Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's Guitar Nerds, Gear of the Year! And welcome to episode 3 of the Guitar Nerds Gear of the Year for 2019. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined today by Mark Packham. Wake up! Jay Cross. I, I did it for the nookie. And Matthew Knight. I'm so glad you didn't continue with the lyrics because I couldn't <laughs> remember what the next line was. This, well, yes, this is uh, this is day three, so we've uh, we've done kind of all the talking about all the gear. We've talked about all the guitars, the amps, the effects pedals, the accessories, and the others. And uh, and now um, there na- wasn't enough accessories for my liking. I've got to be honest with you, everybody. Well, Just what's, in 2019. What's come out this year? Yeah, we've already you know sound printer. <laughs> it's not for me to uh, have to talk exclusively about accessories. We should all be... We put in all the ones that we could find that yeah. came well, out this yeah. year. Listen, I just think that you need to start thinking a little less about you and a little bit more about me. Well, we've uh, we've discussed everything. You were, uh, of course, every every single host was free to add things to the uh, to the list throughout. Uh, were we? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you could have added whatever you want. Yeah. I thought it was so password protected. <laughs> so, uh, so this uh, I'm going to hand over to Mark Packham now. But uh, we're going to we've, we've got to start deliberating essentially. Yeah. So sure. So the task for today is to go through the categories that we have put together, um, and the ones we are tackling today: are best guitar, best amp, most useful, and best name. Right. Um, and best guitar. Guitar, yeah. Best amp. Best amp. Most useful. Most useful. And best name. Best name. Four categories. Four categories okay. in this podcast. Tomorrow, I'm going to highlight them good. so that I don't forget. Tomorrow we're going to be tackling best pedal, best looking and most innovative. And on the last day we're going to talk about the listeners poll and our best overall product. Yes. Um, so where so, are we going to start? Well, so the, the task really is to look at the things that we've put in the categories and pick a uh, winner and two runners up. Yes. Oh, so we're going for three. I was going to say, it sounds like top three would make more sense. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to uh, do. So, um, Why? What's funny about that? Just the way that you've... A winner and two runners-up. Yeah. Which is top three. Which is yeah. what we've always done. Yeah, but no. I don't... I, Have we always done top three? Yeah. No, we don't, we've done we've like done top five, five before. Top yeah, ten. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've, we've normally narrowed all right, it to ten. All right, guys, we're but just we're doing we go we're gold, silver, and bronzing this one. I don't think even gold, silver, and bronze. I think we should do a gold and then two bronzes. Right, two, right, right. Two silver. So he's saying no, that two, second and third are sort of two bronzes. Second and third. I know it's two, two bronzes. 
Two silver. Right. Two silver. Yeah, if it's joint first, then there's no okay. silver, it's bronze. Right. Um, okay. Oh, is that how it works? So it works in the Olympics. Don't you pe- just get a silvery bronze? Yeah, they 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 <laughs> like m- a two they, pound coin. They yeah. melt it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a two pound coin. They actually, what they do is they saw half of the gold medal and half of the silver medal in half, and then you each get. But no, they Ideal. do. It, they wrap it like um, Christmas chocolate coins, where it's gold on the outside, but you right. peel it off, and then it's like yeah. chocolate in the middle. Yeah, right. armadillo. Terrible okay. chocolate in the middle. Oh, I, love a, I love a Christmas so, coin. Oh, so we're uh, so we're going to start with guitars then. Are we? Yes. Guitars I are our we first. I mean, that is name. that is lead up to the. Yeah, Surely. maybe we should do that. Actually, that's maybe we should thought, start. You know, oh my goodness! The oh my goodness! Then Mark, the most Mark had literally put the running order for but this. Let's work Where backwards then. We could have oh, talked about this at any time. Oh, I thought that was just Jeez. random. I think we do best name, most useful, best amp, and we finish absolutely best okay. guitar. Right? Okay. You don't want to start with your best. No. Okay. okay so be- sorry, this is name nerds. I yeah, want to yeah, finish yeah, yeah, with yeah. the best name. Yeah, yeah. Um, so shall I read out what's in the best name? Uh, what's in the running for best name? So we've got why not? Sure, gold provocateur. Music Man Mariposa, Fidelity Stella Rosa Jr., Orange Pedal Baby 100, Empress Zoya, Dusky Electronics Hypatia, and Chase Bliss Mood. Right. Who wants to start? Is there anything that we think doesn't fit on that list for best name? Anything that doesn't fit? They're all great names. That's they the thing. Is they're all names. great names. Hmm. I I would say if we if we're going by meaning. Yep. And like something cool has deep meaning. Pedal Baby doesn't really kind of stand out. Oh as a no! Cool I, name. See, I'm at, I'm completely the opposite. I think of all of those, the Pedal Baby is the is the one with the best name. But is I it think Pedal Baby or a baby pedal? Uh it's Pedal Baby 100. <laughs> oh yes, Pedal Baby. So how about this? How about we decide what death never do that? <laughs> <laughs> what definitely needs to stay? Pedal Baby. Okay, does anyone else feel strongly about Pedal Baby staying? I, I do. No, not. I don't care about. You that put one. Pedal Baby in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, in but comparison- also just look at all of these. These are all Joe saying, "Oh yeah, the provocateur." That was me. Yeah, yeah, that that's the okay. best. Well, name. no one else added things to Mariposa, this name. I think the best, best name. name's provocateur. That's like that, that. That's great. That's a wonderful sort of Fine. enchanting name. Right. I uh, think there's. What? How about we do this? Okay. How about we go from the top? All right. And if something gets two yeses that it needs to stay on the list, okay. it stays on the list. All right. Otherwise, it comes off the list. Yeah. Okay. So, Shergo Provocateur. Yes. Matt Knight. Uh, yes. That's mm-hmm. staying on the list. Music Man Mariposa. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fidelity Stella Rosa Jr. Yes. Yes. J Cross. God, it doesn't matter because <laughs> they both said yes. <laughs> Pedal- I wanted to boy. Okay, Pedal Baby One Hundred. No, no. Yes, <laughs> uh, Pedal Baby is coming off the list. That what is-, is wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god! I cannot believe. Oh, okay, fine. Starts already. Empress Zoya. Yes. See, look, he's just saying yes to them. Oh, this is ridiculous. No, stop. Oh, Stella Rosa, no. Like, what does Why? that mean? Wait, we, well, we can come back around to it. Don't oh worry. Oh my god, I'm already pissed off. Empress Zoya. Yes. Matt Knight. Yes. Jay Cross. Doesn't matter, they've both said yes! Okay, fine. Well, we'll come back to it. Dusky Electronics Hypatia. Yes. Yes. What What are you doing here? You're not narrowing anything down. You're just saying yes. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Chase Bliss Mood. No. <laughs> Matt yes. Knight. Yes. Okay, that gets two yeses. Okay, so we're going to run... Hypatia, that needs to come off. Okay, well, we'll go back round now. No, 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 no. Hypatia, Joe said no. Matt didn't answer, and I was going to say Did no. Joe said yes. And Matt Knight said yes. Oh, my God. Right, so we're back to So, it. hang on. Is the only thing that's come off of here the one that I said had the best name? <laughs> yes. So far. Yeah. <laughs> right, so we'll now 
go back round the other way. I just think everything here, actually, maybe apart from the mood, the name sort of has like a meaning. No, I'm cool. I'm actually completely the opposite because so what, I think. What do you think is the best one from what's left then? Okay, well, Pedal Baby was the best name right. because, as we discussed in the episode, it was very self-aware in what it is. It's not pretending to be yeah. some big flashy grand amp. What it is is it's an amp specifically designed for people who've got big pedal boards and they want to run those in without their amp colouring the sound. Right. So the amp being called Pedal Baby made complete sense. What you've got here yeah. is you've got a bunch of things that don't relate to the actual so instrument what, or the product itself. Some great names. Though. What you're saying, yeah, what you're but saying like, is if we had a guitar that was called Guitar, then yeah. that would be up for best name. No, what I'm saying here is just because it's a word that's got three syllables, which is more than your vocabulary is used to, <laughs> that doesn't mean necessarily that makes it a good name. Okay, okay. I think these names are all great names. Yeah. I think... <laughs> But like, Mr. what? Neutral what is here. it? But like, what? It, what is it? Provocateur. I mean, yeah, sure. It's a like you Google well, that okay. and you get an underwear company. Okay. Well, okay. Well, let's let's Did go you put back. Meaning then. after it in Google. Provo- I no, I didn't because I know what it means. It's like a spy or whatever. Well, I no, it isn't. No. It's some, something that's provocative. Yeah, like a spy or someone that's provocative. Yeah, like a spy. That's not, that that word that's was not, not featured in all. the Rock's autobiography, so I had to <laughs> Google what it meant. <laughs> okay, fine. So these have all got. Apart from the mood and the Provocateur, Zoya. Mariposa, Stella Rosa. They're all just four-syllable words. It's okay. just they sound exotic. I, I, think, <laughs> I, I guess, really, in a way, we sort of... Everyone's probably got their own definition of what a good, a good name, name is. is. And for me, I like it when a product has a cool name and needs some hidden meaning in there. Right. Like, um, what was it? Um, the fuzz pedal that we liked. It was named after the satellite. Not the satellite. <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. English fuzz... White Atom? Yeah, the people the, that make the White Atom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their recent one. Yeah, it was the renamed satellite, the Sandair. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. a good name. Good na- like Maybe Santander. that should have been up for best yeah. name. No, because um, that was last year. Right. But that's the thing. I'm like, I, I sort of get with, with, with Joe, really. It's like, that's calling a guitar a guitar. No, I like d- see, I, dis- amp, I disagree amp. completely because what it is, is it, it's it's telling you what the product does. It's giving you an idea of what the product does without it just yeah, having like a romantic, without having a, like a just meaningless romantic name. Right. And like the mood, I think is really good because what that is, is it's telling you like, it's very emotive as to what the product actually is. Right. So- Whereas Hypatia, like Hypatia, for example, it's just, oh, here's the name of some philosopher that nobody yeah, ever, you I know. Yeah, I get that. But it's also cool because well- I learn history at the same time. <laughs> so what I'm realising is my previous methodology for this was flawed. What I'm going to do now is we go around the table and people decide a product they want to cull from best name. Right. And if there's more than two votes for the same one, that product Which is Which is culled. what we did before, right? No, sort but we're doing the reverse. Yeah. J Cross, Mariposa, Mariposa. No, Stella Rosa, Stella Rosa. I was go- I was actually just going with Mariposa Matt to Knight. annoy Joe, but actually Stella Rosa. <laughs> um, hmm. I would like to take off Pedal Baby One Hundred. <laughs> yeah, I would Joe, also okay, like to take Pedal, Pedal Baby One Hundred. It's gone. Right, of the ones that are left, uh-huh. I'm going to go the other way around the table this time. Okay, Joe Branton. Yeah, out of the ones left, which one would you cull? Um, the Chase Bliss mood. Matt Knight. I would say the provocateur. 
Jay Cross. Uh, provocateur. There we go. Provocateur is gone. I'm, I'm, I'm back in now. I'm back so, in. So we're left with Music Man Mariposa, Stella yeah. Rosa Jr., Empress yeah. Sawyer, Dusky Electronics Hypatia, Chase Bliss Mood. Uh-huh. Jay Cross. I actually think the Provocateur is a better name than the Mariposa or the Stella Rosa. I don't really understand. So what's the defense of Stella Rosa? Oh, I just think it's a, just it's a, nice a, name, it's a cracking yeah, but, sounding name. But like, w- why? I, I, I just like the way it sounds. Yeah, I, I, do, do I have to have a, a, a thing here? I just, I don't understand what... The def- like, if you're saying that you don't like Pedal Baby because it's just, oh, it's just two words that describe what it is, this is just a, a bunch of sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, I'm talking that's, what this, that's what this is. We're no, talking about my new pedal. <laughs> Achoo. So what you're looking for is an instruction manual. Right. What no, Joe's no, no, looking for I'm is not, a book of poetry. I'm, yeah, I'm just looking for a cool name. That's, uh, I'm not thinking sort of too much more about it. Okay, going back around the room. Jay Cross. The ones that are left. Yeah. Which one would you remove? Stellar Razor. Matt Knight, which one would you remove? Um, I'd probably agree. Okay. Go, it's done. Gone. Stellar Rosa is gone. So we're left with the Zoya. Which one of these is not making the top three? The uh, Empress Zoya, Dusky Electronics Hypatia, Chase Bliss Mood, or the Music Man Mariposa? Which one's not making? Yes. The J- Chase J- Bliss Mood. Matt Knight. Um, I'm going to say the Zoya. Wow, okay. Jay Cross. I also agree, the Zoya. Wow. Zoya has not made it, it just, through. It doesn't, it's, I don't know, doesn't invoke deep feeling. It's just me. a Greek name. I know. So it's the Hypatia. Yeah, but the Hypatia yeah, but she has. Was, she was someone cool. Yeah. Who was Zoya? So Zoya was some, a Greek goddess, wasn't some she? Random person. I thought it was just Who a was name. into modular synthesis. It was just a Greek name. That's it, the classic uh, modular synthesis from <laughs> Greek mythology. Uh, no, maybe not. Hey, you've, you've, you've seen the writings on the walls in all these temples. Yeah, that's actually... Aliens came down. That's actually the first reverb the... algorithm yeah. <laughs> written out. They were just shouting into the cave and going, how can we capture this sound right down? Uh, apparently, Zoya was not a Greek god. Well, it's, there we go. He's just a sound. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So, we're left with three. Music Man Mariposa, Dusky Electronics Hypatia, and the Chase Bliss Mood. Um, if you had to put one of these as the winner, Jay Cross, what would it be? Mood. Matt Knight. I would agree. Okay. Joe Branton. I would have said Mariposa. Okay. I'm going to say, out of all of these, I think Chase Bliss Mood is the most on point for 2019. Yeah, I th- Big I th- mood. Mm-hmm. I just think you play it, you look at it, mood just sums it up very nicely. And I like how it's it's not just the word mood. It's a nice little it's, space between everything. Yeah, it's, ca- it's, cap- it's capital letters with a lot of uh, kerning on there. Yeah. I think Chase Bliss Mood sounds like it's our number one best name. Cool. Uh, well, Pedal Baby was the best name, but well, that's, you know, whatever. Let's highlight that one. As you people have got nothing but Pedal. disdain for me and my opinions, so, Baby. you know, that's fine. You know? So, congratulations to Chase Bliss for winning maybe our most arbitrary category. Yeah, this, best this category name. is weird. I don't know why it's here. <laughs> Chase Bliss Mood <laughs> wins with the two runners-up being Music Man Mariposa and the Dusky Electronics... Hypatia, both great names. Should we move on to most useful? Yeah, should I start recording now, do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, it might be an idea. Um, so, oh. Oh, yeah, we all just then go and check the recorder. <laughs> most useful. Product, most useful. Products in the category. Gibson, uh, Les Paul Jr. Bass. Uh-huh. Is it just called, a Le- is it Les Paul Jr. It's Bass? Les Paul Jr. Double, double Cut Bass. Special Bass. I yeah. know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, Victory Copper, the yeah. Little Mark Vintage. The Orange Pedal Baby 100. Out. The Boss Waza Tube Expander. <laughs> the Empress Zoya. The JHS Clover. 
the exotic uh, effects super sweet boost, the electromonics tri parallel mixer, collision devices black hole symmetry, and the boss Waza Air. Can I do a quick sort of sentence overview of each product, just yeah, as of a just as a sort of a uh, thing? So the so I guess the the Gibson Junior Base. What we're talking about is something that's that's an ultimate studio tool to have. We're talking about an American oh, made. Oh wait, hold on. So you just wanted to push your own product? No, is no, no. I'm going to push every single product. I'm just saying we're talking about like an American made. Uh, sort of studio bass guitar for you know less than seven hundred pounds. It's a, it it might seem very simple, but Useful I think it's a, yeah. but but it's a, it's a real essential product. It's it's probably the least amount of money you can spend on the best bass guitar, um, and I think for that reason it's it's uh, it's got a worthy spot. The Victory Copper obviously solves the solves the issue of AC30s being incredibly heavy and unwieldy and combos being a bit of a pain in the arse. Uh, um, so, uh, <laughs> yep. uh, so the, you know, the, the Victory Copper solves a fantastic problem there and is also, a you know, as, as we said, fits in the uh, EasyJet um, yep. uh, sort of luggage compartment. It's a really cool product. I would say that makes it a very useful. Little Mark Vintage, again, we're talking about having a vintage bass amplifier in a sort of, you know, front of your gig bag size and and that's got to be one of the first products that's done that really uh well the orange pedal baby obviously really is actually incredibly useful just got a bad name <laughs> just because it's uh you know because this is a solution to an actual thing that that exists people with large pedal boards people using uh multi-effects that don't want to lose an amplifier behind them it's 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 very on point for the market the tube amp expander, obviously, again, like a fantastic studio tool that's expanded, um, you know, how people can use guitar amplifiers in, in totally new uh, directions. Um, the Empress Sawyer, which is literally every single, you know, pedal and modular synth and it's everything. every kind of effect it's, that's it, ever been yeah, made. Plus, plus, you know, a, a, an instrument in its own right sequencer, and a looper and yeah. a sequencer. So it's just, as a, as a utility thing this is it, the zoya is absolutely incredible the clover most useful in that we're talking about a, a a sort of a jazz chorus in a small box it's in a fantastic make goodera but maybe i think in, in reflection all the other things possibly have slightly slightly more than the, the hang on i the thought clover. you were i didn't think you were pushing opinions here well, i, I thought you were just giving it i put the clover in i put the clover just, in. just saying oh, Joe. but yeah just, you, just you're saying. right okay so the the clover is this isn't is the a, point for like you know no no you're right you're right it's supposed to be politically neutral yeah, yeah. okay so the clover you know we're talking about jazz chorus in a box it's a fantastic put those boxing gloves away <laughs> for now uh, the exotic super sweet boost same thing again it's a fantastic make grid it's one of those things that you should just have on your board to make everything sound better the tri parallel mixer is you know a fantastic smaller alternative to uh, you know to sort of large switches and as jay pointed out gives you wonderful options for blending in effects that would be a little bit too much otherwise it basically makes useful effects that otherwise you might not use because you know they were a little bit over the top the collision devices black hole symmetry is kind of everything you need to make sort of weird noise in in one box. It's a pedal board for, uh, you know, for for people who use shimmer and octave and fuzz and drives. So, you know, basically every math band. And then of course uh, the Boss Waza Air, um, just because they have made playing guitar just in general an an awful an awful lot easier. Yeah. Um, you know, to to a high standard, being able to sit down and actually play along with a with a backing track in, in the way that it sits you in in the mix is is incredible, and it uh, 
yeah, complete, makes a completely new experience of what was otherwise a sort of a, a something that was lengthy to set up properly. Or you know, if if you just sort of sit and play unplugged, you get bored quickly. It, it just makes everything fun. So um, was that just the uh, previously on Guitar Nerds? Was yeah, that for yeah, people yeah, who didn't listen yesterday? Yeah. I, think, I, was, I think I think we should just, just make sure like he a... doesn't do that again because <laughs> I was very bored. I'm I've sorry. got to be honest. I'm sorry. I like it. I like a quick catch up on because for me, I honestly th- thought he was going to say. After junior bass, and then he's like, "We've got some amp, a bass amp, <laughs> yeah, a yeah, yeah. amp and some other stuff." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess we need to decide on most useful. It's I like, think what we've got to be careful got of here? in this category is to not to remember that this is most useful. Yeah, because that's very similar to best overall. No, no, no but it could I, be. It I could think, be. I could see people putting forward the same argument for no, Bosworth as they're going to put so, in because, the best overall. I mean, you know, you think back to last year, the Charvel DK24 won last year. I don't yeah. think that would have won best. Uh, that wouldn't have won most useful. No, right. Okay. You know, that's, that's a good point. And you know, think back to other years as well. I don't think like the the base six would have won no, most useful. Most I think useful. It, I think it really is a, a very different. Uh, type of parameter. It is Most that useful way is- round, but when you have something yeah, that sure, is incredibly sure. useful, like the like, I think the Wazir Air is the sort of thing that's a contender when we get into the overall, but essentially it's also a contender in the most useful. It's kind of tricky yeah. sure, that sure, way Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think we need to define what most useful is. And to me, yeah. it's like, c- could this be used for the majority of people. Yeah, that's that's that, how that's I'm, what I'm looking at it. Ra- right, rather, right. that's the difference for me, rather than best overall. Right, I because see. Because best, or the, you know, or the individual categories, for Not example. Not necessarily by most people, but I would say in most scenarios. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, is this something that a gigging musician can use? Is this something that a home musician can use? Is this something that a recording musician can use? Yeah. You know, I think I, that's where I you get most useful. this is not beginner... I, I also don't think it's like necessarily beginner musicians. No, it's like no, someone no. who's been playing a while walks into Guitar Nerd's store and goes, I need 2019's most useful product. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that covers a big range of things. But it also, I think, can be most useful in a like a type. Like, for example, you know, the um, Little Mark Vintage, I think... Obviously, it's not going to be the most useful thing on this list for the most amount of people because well, that's it, it's yeah. a bass amp. But yeah, 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 yeah. It solves as far a problem. as bass amps go, it solves a big problem. And so that's the other thing is does most is most useful just a product that solves a problem? In which case, things like the Victory Copper, it, you know, absolutely solves yeah. a problem. And and n- not just a small problem. Like AC thirties have been a problem for a long time, and and people make sacrifices away from that Vox tone because yeah. they just can't be bothered. This actually solves that problem that is a very useful solve yeah you know we've we've not had and also, something and also you know before. we've talked about there being a lack of kind of like uh great lunchbox amps at the yeah, moment. So, yeah so think about that when you're considering so with all that in mind i think that it's very clear that the first thing that should just be wiped straight off the list is the empress zoya because i mean <laughs> what's well <laughs> who's that for well, you know what i mean okay well we'll get around to that in a minute if there is um what i think we should do is again we'll go around the table and if there's something that gets kind of two votes to come off uh-huh. then i think that that should be the uh that's the way we do it and then okay. we just narrow down this list a bit so joe branson if you were going to take one thing off this list what would it be i i actually think everything on this list is really good i yeah, really like totally. every single product here so but again so it's not about being good no i know i'm just saying that i'm not actually going after anything yeah in, yeah, in this yeah. one i really like all of these things so i guess the the products that i think maybe are you know technically the least useful would be either the clover or the exotic effects okay um, super sweet boost just because i think the other ones 
and I get I, I'm struggling to be like I have to think of most useful rather than like most innovative because a lot of the things I'm like most useful are things like the copper um, you know things like the Zoya and things like the the Wazare. they're they're all really useful but they're also really innovative and I'm trying not to cloud yep. those two those two things I think the, I, the difference with most innovative as a category is like what is leading the way yeah. with new stuff yeah you know, what's doing something that like nothing has done before and will shape things that come after it. Yeah. That's where most innovative sits. Yeah. Most useful is could you could most people could this solve a problem for most people? Yeah. With okay. with or that for in, a lot of people within a type. With that in mind then, do we want to start looking at things that are on both lists? Because there are some some fairly some some similarities between the two lists. Like for just having a quick scan through. I mean, the Little Mark Vintage, the Orange Pedal Baby, the uh, Tube Amp Expander, the Zoya, and the Collision Devices and the Wazareer are both on both lists. See, I I think for me, if I was going to say take something off most useful, the first thing I would take off would be the Collision Devices Black. That's Symmetry. what I was going to say. Because, right? Why is because, that? Because I think that is a most innovative product and not necessarily a most useful. I think I where, it, but it's a pedal board in in kind yeah, of yeah. I think it's, thing. I, but I think it's doing some effects that are like innovative effects, and the combination of them is innovative. Is it going to be something that a lot of players who have got a hole on their pedal board will put in there? Yeah. Probably not. So I think it's not most useful, but it's definitely in for a shout for most innovative I think right. the, tomorrow. Um, the big problem is with that product for me is actually you said it yesterday. There's no separate ins and outs for each effect, right? Yeah. So that instantly takes away how useful it is because well, it's, well, it's, it's supposed to be a, a, the the only thing you would have. Yeah. I think it's very much very much a fly rig. But then I think <laughs> for that, creative guitarists, that is not ne- that is useful in one way, but well, it's, it's very not useful. super useful Wait, unless really? you're into that kind of. Music. I don't, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There are plenty of guitarists that that you know, that are into that sort of thing. And what we're talking about there is that's your pedal board in one. So that's something you can put in the front of your, your gig bag and fly. And that's going to be an I entire mean, pedal it, board for people that before now have been buying, you know, pedal Yeah, but I mean, if you're, if you're going down the terrors. dog and duck and playing, you know, that, that's not going to be your pedal board sure. if, you're, if you're playing a... And uh, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Playing those. a blues, a blues yeah. covers now, is it? And, and at that point, it's like, well, how many people is that going to... Yeah, really uh-huh. appeal to and yeah sure I, I understand what you're saying with regards to it's for people that are in kind of post-rock bands or or math bands or uh you know doom bands or something but that's a very very small and niche section of sure. the guitar playing community I, I kind of feel like we're going to have this same conversation when we talk about the little mark vintage but for me that satisfies a kind of bigger need right than the collision devices and uh-huh. like i say for most innovative sure you know because the effects in there like you say it's a very creative pedal yeah yeah i i, I Th- agree is it in the spirit of most useful i'm not 100 percent sure okay. it is okay yeah I, I i completely see that argument i'm not sure we should be having this conversation before we're talking about the jhs clover and exotic effects super sweet boost I mean, I, to a certain degree, I agree with you because yeah. they are just kind of another, and they're fantastic. They're, they're, they're another couple fantastic. of make gooders, you know. And I, I and I, I, how many of those do you really need? Yeah. You need one, really. Yeah, let's exactly. be honest. You, you're not going to get away with having more than one of these on your board at any one time. And, and I completely agree with you. I don't think it's necessarily a case of well, this one's going first. It's just that's the sort of sure, sure. I, I reckon we could quite happily could, get rid of all three of those at I the think, same time. I think yeah. maybe we should in that yeah. case because none of the three. I guess what, what you know you're saying is. 
is yes, the collision devices is useful, but only to a, a small number of people. Yeah. Well, the you know the certainly the exotic and the JHS. The thing is, you talk about a fly rig, but the Clover's great for that because it's got the XLR out. So yeah. If you need yeah, yeah. really in a bind, you, that is your preamp, and you you've got I, that direct yeah. out. Do you know what I would say? Although I prefer the Super Sweet Boost out of the two, the JHS Clover and the Super Sweet Boost. For me, the uh, the exotic is a better sound because it's more in line with what I want. Uh-huh. How about we leave the JHS on for now because of the features like the XLR I, think, I, th- I mean, I don't think that it necessarily matters. I don't think any of them are going to be in the top three and we're just delaying a conversation yeah, that we would okay. have in 10 minutes. So okay. I think let's just chop them. Okay, right. yeah. that's fine. Oh, yeah. They are gone for now, but they may always come back. That is the joy of... <laughs> yeah. uh... Because we make up the rules as we go <laughs> along. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so uh, we are now left with... Let's just run down the list again. So we've got uh, Gibson Junior Bass, uh, Victory Copper, Little Mark Vintage, Orange Pedal Baby 100, Boss Waza Tube Expander, Empress Sawyer, Electromonics Tri-Parallel Mixer, and the Boss Waza Air. I, I mean, there's a couple of bass things there. Should I was going to say, yeah, shall we, we talk about our, the bass products? Yeah, because, yeah. you know, bass products in general are always going to be... What? What are you was, looking at me I like that you're for? Be like, bass products in general are lame. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I, in fact, completely the opposite. If you remember, I fought tooth and nail for the uh, uh, OR, uh, the OB1... Uh, OB1 Kenobi, the OB100 bass amp. When that was it, the um, OB100. I thought no, it was the, the OB1, OB's... the OB1 500. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, sorry, the OB1, the OB1000 never came out. Yeah, no, so yeah, that's right. Yeah, actually yeah that was the OB1000. No, I, 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 obviously mainly a bass player. I think that the these both seem very, very cool. Hmm. Um, I would probably put forward an argument that the um the bass would be more applicable to this conversation really than, see than i would go the other way in that i actually think that yeah there is, are plenty of great studio bases yeah agree, it's a great yeah. base for the price and we've talked about you know why it would be great for a studio but is it most useful yeah i mean but that little mark it's, vintage it, is is another mark base yeah i don't it's think sure. it's any I, don't get me wrong you know i love mark base stuff yeah, yeah. but is this any more useful than a little Mark III? Well, yes, I mean, for, for I me, think, yeah, I would never play a Mark Bass because they sound rubbish, but... No, I wouldn't play a Mark Bass because they sound very modern. I yeah. don't like that choked sound, but a vintage-sounding Mark Bass. So this is something I can get that's going to sound like an Ampeg, like an old Ashdown, like an Orange Amp. They've done these before, But though. is that useful? It's very useful for me. The, the fact that but I you're not going to use it because you've got your massive well, Ashdown. I'm personally not. But what I'm saying is is amazing to have something that, that is so small and portable. Certainly if I was buying an amplifier right now and I had the op- option to get something small that, that can do those sounds... I'm absolutely going to go for that. I think I do think it does fill a gap in the market because there is a distinct lack of small kind of class D bass amps that do anything other than, you know, the traditional Mark bass sound or that TC electronic sound, which is very much that modern studio yeah. um, kind of session sound almost. And yeah. I, th- I personally, I would leave this on the list for now. Well, here's, Whether my- I think it's top three or not, I I don't know. And like you said, there is an argument to be like, if we don't think it's top three, get rid of it. Well, I actually think, I kind of think we lose the bass bits just because I think, look at the Victory Copper. What what a fantastic problem to solve. Look at the Pedal Baby. What an amazing addition that we've never seen before. Tube Amp Expander, same thing, like totally new directions. Zoya, nothing has um, been like the Zoya before. Tri-Parallel Mixer, I think is, is really interesting and really useful. But I think just the scale of 
uh, um, of improvements to the guitar community made by the Wazza Air, the Tube Amp Expander, the, the Pedal Baby, and the Victory Copper and the Zoya. Am, am are, I being crazy? Am I being crazy? But the Mark Bass Vintage, where do you plug the bass in? <laughs> because it's just on the right hand side. Yeah, but it? it says foot switch underneath. That's the foot switch input. That's the foot switch input. I can't see where you actually plug the bass in. I'm going to Google a picture yeah, right now. I mean, sure you're, to- <laughs> you're totally right. That's really so weird. I'm wondering, is this like a render of a... Pro- that looks like an actual photo, but I'm like, the input looks like a button. No, input oh, is yeah, on... Yeah, the input's it, on the left. It's input's just on lit the left-hand up. side. It's lit up. So right. there's a light behind There's a light it. behind That's incredibly unuseful because when I'm trying to go to a gig, <laughs> where am I supposed to plug my bass in? Well, yeah, you just plug it in there. No, because it looks like a button. I've been looking at it going, why does this button say input? I I'm, thought it was an input pad button. No, I'm sure once you uh, had done it once, I'm sure you'd remember where it is. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, but yes, I agree. Maybe we should just get rid of the bass products because yeah. although they are kind of... Uh, they are very useful products. I don't think they're the most useful on Agreed. this list. I think the junior bass is, for me, actually, I would say the junior bass is quite helpful or I, useful yeah, as yeah, a guitar yeah. player. Because totally. short scale basses, and I don't want to play a Mustang bass. There we go then. I want I mean, to play I, I, Bad Bats Maru Bronco bass, yeah. but that's not on this list. So. I, I completely agree with you. I, I've always thought that short scale basses were great for people who are primarily guitar players. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, other than a Mustang bass, there isn't a huge yeah. number of options out there at the moment. Is it as useful as anything else on this list, though? Well, I mean, is it's, it's, it's is gone, it the top so three? that's, that's I'm, fine. I'm oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, you're what? I'm struggling with what we've got left. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at this list it's now. It's such a strong list, yeah. There is a lot of stuff on here that's super useful. Um, I, what I think we should do is go around the table and uh-huh. say if there's one thing that you had to lose, what would it be? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with Jay Cross. Victory Copper. Okay, Matt Knight. Hmm. I, I, was, I, I was thinking a similar thing. Part of me is leaning towards the Zoya, but only because even though it is useful, it's not very useful in a tight situation where you're like, oh, I'll, oh, I'll grab we, two or three things. Is that things. what we're doing now? We're defining useful by well, I'm, a I'm tight just, situation. I'm, I'm saying, you know, ultimately this list is always, mm. you know, our personal thing. I'm like, yeah. yeah, the Zoya is great and I would definitely find it really useful when I'm at home. But then if I'm like, some like yesterday when Mark was like, can you add a delay onto that? And we're like, uh, yeah, let me grab the manual. Well, yeah, the, yeah. The Air I mean, is only useful at home. The uh, tube amp expander is only useful in a studio. I wouldn't say the Air was only useful at home, and I wouldn't say that you're not going to gig the Air, are you? <laughs> no, <laughs> but, you, but you could travel with it, and you could use it for writing. Yeah, and but recording. what what I mean is, there's there are situations where the Air is not applicable. If your argument yeah. is that there are situations where the Zoya is not applicable. I that's think that's the same for the Wazza I, I, the- I have I have to say I completely agree with Matty. I think the Zoya is very cool and I think absolutely it's it it deserves its place in the conversation of most innovative and uh-huh. arguably One best, of the best overall. Yeah. Well, and and yeah and, and best arguably effects. best effect. Yeah. I don't think it falls under the I, under, most, under most useful. My my argument for it is that it is every like if you buy this you now have everything yes. if you, ever if you, that you need if you buy but yeah but thing. if you buy a if you buy a boss me70 you've got yeah, everything right. that you ever need you needed. could buy an hx because i was going to say if, you, if your argument is you get everything you need i would rather have an hx stomp or i would rather have an hx effects yeah it's, I, guess it's, it's I guess you're right limiting it to, to being an effects pedal is 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 not it's, is it's not it's, right it's, it's, it's so way, much more it's than way that. more than that but i think it's what we're talking about here though is most useful and i think zora is going to get its props elsewhere yeah in it, our i completely agree completely agree. Get, i'm not i'm not i'm not trashing it i just don't think product. it deserves 
I don't think it deserves a huge amount of time within this okay. <laughs> within I, I, this conversation. I okay. think the feeling around it is that it's for me it fits more in most innovative and best effects and best yeah, overall yeah. products. I, in the spirit of most useful, hmm. I don't think it. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, now. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. And, and I, I allow it to be cut. My sort of you know sort of last. Last defense of it, even though I appreciate it's going to be cut. Th- I don't is think the- it needs to be defended because oh, no, there's no, no, three other categories. Yeah, that you, put, you put it in four categories I know, I know, because I know. you're really trying to cast <laughs> your net wide. <laughs> all, all I would say is, is, is for me personally, the Zoya actually was like a product. I was like, well, this is something that could immediately go on my board. And I actually feel like it is something that would improve my playing and and be something that I could use in any situation. Yeah. I was the, like, yes, I want this on my pedal board because I have infinite options with this. My, my concern with that is, yes, that's completely true. However, as soon as you go, oh, you know what? There's another thing that I want to do with it. You've then got to completely take it off your board. Uh-huh. You've then got to plug it in somewhere else and spend the time working through all of the features. And then you've got, to, you know... I. I, I, I don't think it's very no, useful. Like, uh, put, I, put I it agree. Put it I, I'm saying well. personally I find it useful, but I do agree. The the thing that I think about the Zoya is, this is going to be a bad analogy, but like, you know, you can buy like a big toolkit and like for like builders and for people doing like loads and loads of DIY work, absolutely great. What they want is a huge toolkit with every kind of screwdriver, every spanner in there, but it might take them 10 minutes to find the thing that they want. Most people just need a Phillips head screwdriver. And that's what they'll be using most of the time. It's nice yeah. to have the one that's shaped like a little star. Yeah. But when are you going to use it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Really, and- what you need is you need your Phillips and you need your flat, which is your analog delay and your digital delay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is only applicable to most useful, right. I think, yeah. because I think yeah. that the feeling Agreed. around Agreed. best effects, I think that will change because the context of it is different. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that having that big bag of tools is a bad thing. What I'm saying is for most useful. I think that's not what we're talking about. Fair enough. So we're cutting the Zoya for the moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyone feel strongly that any of the other ones on this list should not be on this list? I think the tri-parallel li- no, mixer not, is now... Not having it. No, <laughs> not having it. Not having it. You're not getting rid... I, the I, I the tri-parallel mean... mixer is way more useful to way more people uh-huh. than a £1,000... AC30 head. Oh, I see. Uh, do you right. know, That's... I, I was going to say the same thing. I'm just looking at, you know, products what, across what, what, multiple what categories. Be... Sorry, no, and, go on. And I feel that the copper feels like it's more suited... To best amp. To best amp yeah. than it is most useful. Totally. Yeah. For the same argument of the of the um, Mark Base. Right. Yeah. Is that it's great for what it does, but it's a single what, channel. What is amp. the other thing that the Tri-Parallel Mixer does other than making the um, harmonic percolator usable? You, well, you can it's split. A mixer. Yeah, it's a yeah. mixer. For, mixer for your pedal board. Mixer yeah. for Which, your pedal board yeah. and allows you to split into multiple amps. And There are lots of things that do that. Mul- and also a, no one really needs to mix their pedal board. Well, I, I disagree. I mean, literally no one has ever. Oh, I mean, I would suggest that actually, you know, if you're saying that something like the Zoya is a good addition to a pedal board, there are arguments to say, well, yeah, you might want some of that, but you want might want to have a sequence running on that, have the mixer on your board that you can then bring that in with, uh-huh. blend it in with the rest of your guitar I say, effects. I say what, one of the most useful things on that is actually the fact that it's got that um, trails mode. So you, when you turn off the loop, you turn off the input or you turn off the output rather than turning off the whole loop. Right. So if you've got a wicked analog delay like you know, an old electroharmonics memory man that you want to use on your board, but every time you turn it off, you you know, you're playing a really cool ambient set and you've got all these delay pedals and then all of a sudden 
turn it off, you lose all your sound. Maybe you want that to continue, and then you want to mix in another delay pedal. Do you I'm think? Like, do you think people are going to get this that haven't bought like ES5s and ES8s? I and think it does weeks? a little bit more than that, though. Right. In terms, there's a couple of features on the triparallel mixer. I think are, are really cool. That there are other things on the market that that do do that, like the wet box, which do we do. haven't really talked. Do do. Um, Mega do do. I I think it's more of a studio tool than a live tool. I haven't seen too many on pedal boards yet. I definitely yeah. think there's some cool options in the studio to grab a couple of effects off the shelf and start mixing things in. That's true. Um, and I think, you know, you can start mixing around on the fly. I actually, I actually completely disagree. I think it's way more of a live tool than it is a uh, studio tool. Yeah, I sort of feel in the studio you do this another way. It, exactly, yeah, this yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. solving a problem that you could solve in the studio, but that you can't like, do on live. your pedal board. I kind of, I, I, I actually agree in the studio it would be very useful. I'm thinking of every time I'm in the studio and how I would how I would record bass. Yeah. And actually we do try and do something similar Aren't you just, to this. You'd, surely you're reamping though rather than, rather than like multi-tracking or like, you know, splitting your signal. You'd want to be, you'd want to be reamping it through different effects and different amps wouldn't you well yeah i guess you would you you would reamp but this kind of gives you the option to not i mean i tend to, yeah yeah i suppose I yeah last time i went through two things i was going through a fender champ in in a in in the guitar booth and then like a you know a big sort of fender basement in in the main room so i was splitting and recording two lines at once i like the fact that this gives you that and the ability to blend on the fly maybe you're right maybe it is more of a, a live tool i guess I, I could kind of see both arguments yeah actually, yeah, yeah and i kind of see if you used it in the studio, you might go, oh, I need to add that to my board so I can recreate the things I did in the studio live. Yeah. Um, it, it, so, doesn't, it doesn't excite me quite as much as no, the other things. No, but is most useful an yeah, exciting yeah. category or is it mm. what think, is well, the it most useful? No, I, but it's I, only I, let I, down is its size. I wish it was just a bit smaller. I'm not sure that you can do that though. I mean, I, I don't or know how just, big the wetter box is, just but take, like you look at how many parameters you've got. The this thing the, the wet the boxes yeah as, just a, as a, just size. a regular compact pedal yeah but i mean you look at the amount of parameters that you've got on there you know you've yeah, got yeah. four no, knobs per uh per loop and you've got input and output you know there's a lot going on there and i think that it can't really you look at the other things that it sort of compares itself to like the uh the klein bottle and uh that um other thing that we talked about yesterday that i've forgotten the name of the monkey's paw or whatever it was it's not that's not what it was called but it's something like that um you know they're all massive they're all massive units and i think it needs to be a it needs to be a relative size the other side of it is you know you well, you get that you don't necessarily need need anything else on the floor your feet always stay the same size that's true your feet <laughs> no, are the I was same just size. thinking of it's it's a shame they haven't done like a two loop one and stuff like that. That was the only reason, but I think it's a really cool product. The, the other thing I would say, and we shouldn't really take this into account on most useful is the price. It's very affordable yeah, compared yeah. to a lot of those kind of utility. How much is a triparallel mixer? Hundred, just over a hundred pounds. Right. Um, there's places listing them for like hundred and eight pounds. Oh, okay, that's so really affordable. There's they. I, I kind of feel like it's the thing where they could have charged more. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the other like a speciality like niche that like. Yeah. Um, V, uh, VFE, I think it is, Klein Bottle, is like 300 quid. Yeah, you know, it's, totally. It's a lot think, of money. I guess really at that price, you are taking a small dip in quality in terms of buffers, in terms of... Yeah, but I mean, isn't that the case term? with most electroharmonics pedals? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you're 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 going into that, you know, that world knowing that that's... that's yeah, 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 yeah. Like when you buy, but when you buy a Canyon, you know you're buying a Canyon and you're like, not yeah, buying a timeline. I'm just saying, yeah. com- comparing against other more expensive products... The reason you would go for a more expensive Definitely. product is if totally. you wanted 
Totally. But I just kind of feel like it's got that classic electroharmonics, like every man kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. can put this on a board and you can start experimenting with effects loops. If we were going to remove one thing from this most useful list, yeah. what would you remove? Um, Bearing in mind the spirit of most useful, not yeah. this I, is the best I, I understand that we're leading towards the copper. I'm just, I, I, I love that it is actually a, a soul. Totally. For, and, and, and I think, like, personally, because I like AC30s a lot, this is actually something that personally appeals to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, just... so I know that you guys are erring towards losing that, but... Uh, for me, the triparallel mixer, I still, I'm, I'm the least excited about it. Whilst I appreciate that it is very useful, it's not especially for me, and I can think of other ways that I could do this. So, uh, but you know, that's because you've got an ES8 or you've got an ES5 or yeah. you've got other switches like that. Yeah. I'm never going to buy one of those because yeah. it's too much for what I need. Absolutely, this is. I mean, I realise again with I'm sort of focusing on me here, but I think there's a lot of people who are in. A position that I'm in, which is, I really want a switcher for like uses the couple he- of effects, exactly and a use, of amps, uses yeah. here and there. But like a, an ES8 or an ES5 or even a MS3, it's just it's, it's just too much. much. Yeah, yeah, it's too I much, and I'm not going to spend like, that much money on it. People like Dan Grace, I think the triparallel mixer would be very useful. Yeah. What what we're coming down to now is how how you and how I would differ in our lives. Completely, setups. completely. But I also I also think that the copper. Is yes, it's it's a cool thing that exists. I really think it belongs better in in best amp, right? Rather we, than most yeah. useful, because do you know, I don't think it, I don't think its usefulness is why you buy it. Just right. it's, at, it's it's a good amp of its own merit. It's not yeah. oh, I want to buy a Vox, but I'm not going to buy a a big box with two speakers in it. Well, I'll that, buy, that, buy this I amp in, I, that's I, twice the price of a of a Vox AC10. I, see, I kind of uh, think... Of an AC10, yeah, sure. But, you know, but, I kind of think that is an argument, but I think that's an argument for best amp. Yeah. Exactly, uh, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's a shame, I know last year we talked about the Victory preamps. Yeah. And if we'd have had most useful then, I definitely would have seen a better argument now yeah. because it is more useful to have something like a little preamp pedal yeah. on the floor. Yeah. But with this, it is like, it's very useful again if you want that sound, but it's not useful if you go... I want a bunch of other ones. My yeah, main yeah, yeah, thing yeah, is yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the other things in this list and to me they scream more useful than the Victory I, I I would agree in the, you know, and, and I appreciate that the, these things probably won't come off, but um, if, if it came down to like the copper versus the pedal baby, I'd be like, well, the pedal baby is obviously the more useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, exactly. Totally. So with that in mind, I'm happy yeah. for us to drop yeah, yeah, the, totally. the, the, the copper. Okay. Oh, man, so I'm we, not looking forward to this now. Yeah, yeah. so we say <laughs> goodbye to the copper. So we are left with Orange Pedal Baby 100, Boss was a Tube Expander, the Triparallel and the boss was air. Should we do our top three? Should we go around and this, do our top it, three? This is really tricky because both the tube amp expander and the Waza air are useful for the same reasons that they're both innovative. Um, and it's yeah, I think of, that's a fair, I think um, that's a really fair point. And, and and you've kind of I'm trying to think of arguments for them that aren't going to bleed over into the innovative yeah. thing. Yeah, because uh, yeah. both are absolutely fantastic, and Boss have you know it, it, all credit to Matt, but I think Boss have blown it out of the water sure. this year I with making both of these products. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight from the brain. Of Matt. <laughs> Why do you think I'm so stressed? You know, going home, soldering iron, coding. But they're know, both so. incredible products that have had you know even in its early stages, the Wazza Air is having massive impact on the on the market and people seem really into it the tube amp expander same thing it was uh you know it's absolutely not a product i care about either of them but yeah, i yeah, can yeah, see yeah. but i can but that's see that's why most useful is the category that it is yeah yeah i, I don't think a thousand pound 
rack-mounted volume pedal is the most useful <laughs> thing. Out of order. <laughs> but uh, he did think a thousand-pound uh, Vox AC30 because I like was, AC30. Was, was the most useful. It's, it's personal decisions. But... So I, I think we should. I think the way to do this is do our top threes okay. and see what comes out at the okay. end. Yep. Fine. Do we have to do it in the order? No, no, no. no. Just say, say no, three no. things that you would keep. Well, there's only four things there, so exactly. let's just say yeah, the yeah. thing we'd lose. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Fair so point. the thing yeah, we lose, yeah. and if there's consensus on that, then we'll okay. go from there. Joe Branton. So uh, just for the listener, just so you keep up, the, the four things left are the orange Pedal Baby 100, the Boss Wazza Tube Expander, the Tri-Parallel Mixer by uh, Electro Harmonics, and the Boss Wazza Air. I, I'm sort of sticking to the same thing. I'm going to remove the thing that I'm least excited about, which is the Tri-Parallel Mixer. Matt Knight? Um... I'm thinking about what I would actually use and what I have used, obviously, so I'm slightly skewed on some of them. If I had to drop one, I'd probably drop the Pedal Baby. I think for me... Really? Yeah, I think the Tri-Parallel Mixer for oh, me, I can right. actually see... I'm going to change... Ha- I'm changing to the Wazzaware. <laughs> no, I, no. I just think... I just think some of the... Um, I think the price is a real strong point for that, actually. And I know yeah. that that shouldn't really come into the most useful, but actually, like, reading I th- the manual... I think it does. Again, um, it's actually... It's it's definitely got some 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 cool uses. Which product? The, the Parallel Mixer. The Parallel Mixer, right. I think the Pedal Baby, again, it is very, very useful. It's incredibly... It, so, it so, in defence of the Pedal Baby, and, and as we said sort of on yesterday's podcast... The the pedal baby is is literally answering a solution to people who are using Helix or Headrush yeah. or GT one thousands that don't want to lose an amplifier right, behind them. There great isn't name as well. There isn't another product <laughs> no, no, no. doing this. But when it's the only one. We're taking four down to three. My only thing is, and maybe this is not the right way to look at it, and it kind of only really leaves one product there. But you have to buy something else for it to work. Uh, no, that's terrible. The tr- but I can't, okay, so I can't this, feel that's the spirit the of most only, useful though. But it's the only thing on the market that's doing that. What you, you mean you, that you want I mean, something you, else to work Yeah, with. but look, not, you, if you want the tri-parallel mix, you still need an amp, some effects, and a guitar. No, this no, is not a, no, this is that's not a why point. I'm, that's why I said it right. only really leaves one product. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that you can get out of the box and it works and you don't need anything That's else. kind of my thinking about most useful. It's like, you've got a load of stuff. You need yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You've got a use for something and yeah. this product fills the, the need the that you've is, got. The thing is, I would see that more people would have a valve amp or two valve amps and would need a tube amp expander rather than people have got one or two preamp pedals and haven't thought that they already needed something like that. It so, is so. very expensive though. The it tube is. amp expander. It is expensive. Yeah. It, and you know, I'm not, I, again, I kind of come back to what other categories this is better fit for. And I, I think that absolutely the tube amp, amp expander is, <laughs> is a great product. I just think, I think it's better suited to be most innovative or best overall rather than in most useful. In uh, in defence of the tube amp expander, if we were to look at look at in most useful, um, most useful is is you know going to be I guess uh, solving an issue or being the thing that solves an issue. There are other things that would do a tri-parallel mixer. There is no competition for Wazza Air. The tube amp expander also does have some competition from things like the Oxbox, even though it, it definitely does more. And the Pedal Baby is on its own as as being the first thing. The Pedal to... Baby isn't on its own. There's that. Um, there but, were those uh, Moore power amps, weren't there, that did the same sort of thing. Well, the uh, Moore uh, tube uh, engine, that's essentially the same thing as the Pedal Baby. And, and what's the wattage on, on that? Uh, 20 watt valve. 20 watt valve. So it'd be the same yeah. sort of volume yeah. as the, in terms I, of loudness, same sort of volume as the 
the Pedal Baby 100. I hate to bring a product that we're not actually talking about, but actually, if you were talking about most useful, if you look at something like the Katana 2 that came out this year, that's got a power amp in that gives yeah. you access to a 100 watt power amp. Company and man. it's a practice Company amp man. as well. Honestly, technically, I've tried to useful. I've tried to leave my uh, my my business allegiances at the door, Just, mate. You know, I've been so busy this year, working so hard. It's so, true. The, so, true. The Katana 2 does does but, offer um, that solution it, as I'm well. I'm just saying that actually, out of those three. And, I, and actually, I kind of do want a pedal baby, but I'm just like, to me, would I would I get as much use of out of the other three products? Probably not. Okay, so my thoughts on this are, I love the tube app expander. I think it's an incredibly useful product. <coughs> but I think it's incredibly useful in a smaller number of situations than the other three products. I think... Ooh, what? I Because I think it's fantastic studio tool. I think if you're using... a loud big valve head uh-huh. obviously there's a use for it there but how many times do i go to a gig and think they would benefit from something like a tube amp expander like any of these bands yeah. i think not where i think it absolutely shines is in the studio setting when we went to see that demo at um the the studio that matt had uh, had got it set up in absolutely fantastic and for recording and for kind of home home studio right through to professional stuff or uh-huh. you know if you're doing big live gigs tube amp expander absolutely you will benefit from that product Mm -hmm. can i see more people benefiting from pedal baby 100 potentially i'm thinking about touring bands if you're traveling on the train that sort of thing you can slip it into it almost into the front of a gig bag and you just need to buy a small preamp pedal and that could be your rig yeah could i see people flying with it absolutely you know you could put it in your hand luggage and and do that means that you know exactly what amp you've got when you get there um it will work with basically any rig um try a parallel mixer i also think there is like for me it's between there's some use with the try in terms of what we're dropping i think it's between tube amp expander and try parallel mixer yeah i I agree i don't think so at all i don't think so at all i would i would absolutely say it would be between the pedal baby and the tube amp expander i I just can't i I can't think of enough situations for the try parallel I can't think of enough people who would buy a tube amp expander. I also don't know how many people I know who would buy an orange pedal baby hundred, you know, thinking back to working in the shop, how often would someone come in and say, I tell you what, I've how, how many, yeah, but, um, about, we talk about, about clean how, pedal platforms how many, all the time. How many, um, attenuate, how often did someone come in and say, I'm looking to buy an attenuator? It probably happened once every six months. But and yes, really I know, I know that, that I know that the tube amp expander does more than that, but also in that period of time, we've moved away from large, heavy, high wattage amps. And people generally are moving to lower wattage amps or amps that have got attenuation built in. So yes, I do appreciate the need for the tube amp expander. But I think this is, as Mark says, for people who are in the studio, are making a lot of their own music and you know, you you've got a studio at home, so I get that the tube Joe, I, and I so I get that the tube expander would be useful for that. Also, the pedal baby, I get that there are people out there who need the power amp to run their Helix or to run uh, their preamp pedals that they've got. I I completely get that, but it's there's not that many people doing it. There's really not that many people doing it, and so for me, do you, far do you and think away, there are more people that would benefit from a tri parallel mixer? Absolutely. Then? Absolutely. I just can't see it being integrated. It just seems to me like it's... it's you can put a tri-parallel mixer on any pedal board. But would people, though? The, the th- I'm thinking about the things think- that have had impact on, on like, the market. And I see on, you know, forums like ours, I see the, the tube amp expander and Waza Air getting sort of talked about and shared. 
and you know the pedal baby to a lesser extent but yeah but how many how many of those people are buying them joe can i can i make a a potential suggestion here is that actually if it was just electroharmonics loop switcher yeah and it was just a three loop switcher for people who want to make a compact pedal board but need all of the products to be true bypass because a lot of people do just want a switcher like an ms3 yeah We'd probably look at it slightly differently, but because you, we're calling it a mixer, yeah, that's yeah, the name yeah, of the yeah. product, we're, I think you might be overcomplicating it. Yeah. Right. And actually, there's a bunch of people that always come in and go, I want to build a pro pedal board. I need a three loop switcher so that all the pedals are at the front of my board. Uh-huh. What options have I got that mean that I don't have to go to a boutique builder? Actually, I've right. got electromonics as 100 quid. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and so- and it's a three loop switcher. And then you've got the options to dive in a whole lot more into that um as a as a as a really affordable switcher it's really good of course um you know you can also get for a hundred pounds a six switcher from moore um you can but then you lose some of those features i just think it depends you know if someone's going i've got a small pedal board and i'm just i just want i want all the buttons for the pedals at the front and I want a loop switcher. My I think pro- on its basic. My problem basic. is the the sort of people who want a switcher. You're now talking about people who are into effects, uh, and, and those people three three effects isn't enough. I don't for know. A board. I think you're seeing a lot of people. I think it is. Buying, I think for not if you want a switcher. If, not if, if you've you're, got so many sounds that you're worried about. Because the reason to have a switcher is because you don't want to turn. You don't want to be turning something off and having to turn something else on. Three is not enough for that to be a sure, problem. But. This also does a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, that's the issue. Is you know, for well, it it mixes. Yeah, that, that's not a bunch of other stuff. That's blending signal. Well, I don't know. I and mean, things like the trails mode and stuff like that. Yeah. There's there's a, there's a few clever things going ADY, on there. Two two amps. You know, I think I just think something that is a utility on the pedal board that more people would get use out of because they've already got a board they could slot it into. Whereas most people have probably got a rig that the pedal pedal baby wouldn't like fit into but i can definitely see uses for both i mean it's if i was going to go out and buy one like the more i look at the triparal mix i'm like actually if you want to if you're already using an es8 for example like i am but you want to add a couple of pedals because you've run out of loops yeah this is a great option for adding in a couple of extra bits there's i can see a lot of uses for the triparal mix from from hearing matt talk about it I'm kind of like he's the person who's going to find uses coming around to it. Do you know from, what from I think? The, sort of the one thing I, I think the pedal baby's great, and I and you know I really want to try and integrate one into my into my rig because I think it's great for kind of wet dry options. I think given the chance, most people if they already own a pretty decent amp will try and take the amp to a gig. I don't think many people have got the amp already and gone. Oh, I'm really doing that many fly rigs. I need to put that. I need sure. to have that. Sure, and you know, I think there's there's arguments for both things with but. with the pedal baby. There's very specific uses for it. I think I don't think like with the tri parallel mixer. The more we talk about it, we're like, and you could use it for this, and you could yeah, use yeah, it for this, totally, and you could use it for this with the pedal baby. The selling point of it is very very simple. Yes. Yeah. That it's solving a problem that lots of people have had since that some people that, that some people you, some people have the bulk of people who buy multi effects are having. I don't think so at all because I think the bulk of people who are buying a Helix or whatever are okay. just going into the desk. I don't know. I haven't seen anyone do that. I have, and it sounds rubbish. Oh yeah, I did actually see it. And it sounds best, yeah. you were talking about how you saw rubbish. it at yeah, that yeah. at that, um, that Kemper show. Yeah, yeah. and it yeah. sounded rubbish. <laughs> and you know that's so what rubbish. that's what most people are doing. And yes, that which abso- is why this is that a great absolutely solve. that absolutely solves that. But a lot of people also are going to say, "Well, hang on a sec, I've just spent fifteen hundred quid on a Helix. Yeah. Why do I now have to buy an amp? Yeah. I bought this so that I didn't have to buy an amp." 
Yeah. And yes, I think it I think it makes complete sense and I do think it's great that it's there, but in terms of usefulness, I don't think it's I don't think it's right up there. Maybe, maybe you know, you're just, right. Just, just to change it... just to change direction very briefly, we haven't once talked about the Wazarare. Are we no, suggesting no. that the Wazarare is the most useful product on this list? It's tricky. Like, like we said, I think both the tube amp expander and the Wazarare are going to come into the sort of uh, innovative. Is it? Is it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Innovative, but they are also useful. The Wazar the Wazarare, I really wasn't into until you, you set it up for me with a little blues backing track, and I was like. Man, I, I totally get it. I yeah. completely get you know how this is a completely different so, practicing yeah. situation. So, so that is useful. We should it is of, also innovative. We should sort of come to some conclusions on this. And uh, for me, I think the need definitely needs to stay on because I think it's such a useful product. Is it going to be the number one? Obviously, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I don't. I can't see us losing the Wazarare. Right. The, because, because I just think almost every player could benefit from owning a, a Wazarare. Everyone needs to practice. And yeah. there's a lot of times when you There can't... will be people that won't want to use it. But yeah. they probably should. But they probably it. should. And, and it is a better option than plugging a set of headphones into, into almost your anything or else. Yeah. Your or, or even... If, yeah. if you think plugging headphones into a pedal or an amp is the same thing, that you, you haven't understood what this uh, is. Totally. I think every single guitar player could use a set of Boss Wazarare headphones. Yeah, absolutely. That, for me, that is it. So, so the other three products, I don't think everyone else could use it? them. Which for me suggests not only does the Waza need to stay on the list. For me personally, it will be the most useful product. Can you define for me what useful is without talking about a product? Um, what does this category mean? Does it is is there? Because if we're talking about if the category's name actually is what would most people use? No, it's it's not that. It's right. Because then it would be like, okay, we'll just put a, like, a guitar pick. Well, or of course, like that's that. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm it. saying. So you can't define it. But that's why you just pick which, the Wazza Air to okay, win. Well, okay. For the same reason that a Plectrum which, would win. Which is the biggest problem that the product Plectrum solves. I should win. Plectrum's a call. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the definition of it is which of these is that solves the biggest problem. And I think that the Wazza Air solves the biggest problem, which is plugging headphones into something... To, into a guitar amp or into a, even a computer with decent amp modeling sounds bad and everyone could benefit from a good headphone sound for guitars it, to me it all, most useful is almost like how much can i get out of it before i get bored right there's uh, that, that's how I, I that's how i'm personally looking at it okay. in some ways okay so with that in mind if we had to lose something off what, this well, list... Well, look, one's, one thing we've, is very we've useful. We've tried this. Well, one one product on here is very, very useful to, to for pedal board based guitarists like the tri parallel mixer <laughs> one one product is is very useful for for studios the one product parallel mixer <laughs> one product is is a cheaper version of something that we've had for a long time <laughs> and oh. and uh, and one and one product yeah, yeah the pedal baby is it, but the, well yeah, arguably as well but the um yeah, and and the Wazarare. So, what's your different. what are you arguing for here? It's, I don't know because it's you, really no, tough because it's a tough category to choose these from. Yeah, not what you're arguing against. What do you want to win this category? I don't think it shouldn't be what wins because I think now I think we're going to reach consensus on what wins to most useful. What I think we need to decide is what doesn't get a runner-up. Okay, if you, if you were going to take one thing off this list, what would it be? Tube amp expander, Matt Knight, pedal baby, Joe Branton. No. <laughs> Look how it's fallen. Um, the tube amp expander or the pedal baby, um, I think both have 
reasons to be removed for the, from the list. Um, the the you at your own expense, Matt Knight, have talked me into the tri parallel mixer, which I think was a mistake <laughs> for you. <laughs> you should have thought about that, but. Um, yeah, I totally get what. Winners in the end. I, not, not not everyone is devious and have ulterior motives in their <laughs> uh, in the way that they deal with this stuff. I I think I understand the arguments against the pedal baby one hundred more than I understand the arguments against the Waza tube amp expander. Um, so okay. I, I'd say pedal baby. Okay, so that was two pedal babies, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's the yeah yeah. So that's the tri parallel mixer. Winning and then the two runners up being the two the two subpar expensive boss. Products. So I mean, I guess I have to have a vote on this. And uh, to be honest, I'm totally split between Pedal Baby and Tube Amp Expander. Um, For me, the Tube Amp Expander deserves to be on the innovative or overall. I don't see how it's useful. I re- I really don't. I, I you it's, know it's useful it's, it's for too- people that have already bought because a lot of people are like, why would I spend? Eleven hundred pounds. If I've just spent fifteen hundred quid on an amplifier, which is exactly my but point. It's useful for people that have been buying gear for twenty five, thirty years. Okay, and I'm sure they've both bought one. So uh. you know, other than that, who you know, I, I, I will, ne- and you know, I'm not trying to just again make this about me, but I would never buy a tube amp expander because. I don't see what use I will get out of it. No. Actually, the pedal baby completely. I, I think is I think is, you know, it meets a need that I have, and I think it meets a need more than what other people than mm. what most people would need in comparison to the tube amp expander. Absolutely, I think it deserves its place on best overall, even best overall and most innovative. I just don't think its usefulness is its big selling point. I think its its biggest selling point is the fact that you're able to add it to rigs in studios to get loads more stuff out of your amps in an innovative and interesting way. I I just don't think it's useful. uh, There is, I think there's a lot more innovation in it. I agree. There's a lot of innovation in it. There's a lot of things in it that haven't been done yet in the way that it does it. Um, How would we feel about this list being runners up? Pedal Baby 100, Tri-Parallel Mixer, winner, Boss Wazer Air. Well, I don't know. Me and Matt just both said we'd uh, drop the Pedal no, Baby I, I rather would, than the... I would rather... I, I think the Tube Amp... I, I just think we need to bear in mind where, where we're talking about these products and why. And for me, the Tube Amp Expander deserves its place in the most innovative list, not in the most useful list. So... Whereas the Pedal Baby, I think, probably deserves its place in the most useful list more than it does in the best amp list. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I can, I can get behind You know, that. and I think that's the way we've got to think about it. It's not just a case of, well, hang on a sec, I want this product to win, so... Because I guess we're yeah. also looking... Yeah. You need to talk about why, why it's, it's winning useful. this particular the, the product. Babies is also I just in think the it's most so... Active. I just think the tube amp expander is so useful in a studio. Yeah, for, in a studio. So, so for example... But, but that, is a, that is a place. Like, we're talking about there are three places, studios, bedrooms, then, and gigs. But then again, the Wilds of Tube Amp Expanders, it doesn't actually, have to all of its features all of are really designed for live players because... It allows you to run everything through a speaker cab, which is what you can't do yeah. with all the other products on the market. That is extremely innovative, Matt. Um, <laughs> but that's what I was going to say, is that the Orange Pedal Baby's on the same list. Really, has it got more innovation in it than Tube Expander? I completely no. completely agree with you. We should probably um, take it off of the... Uh, it, it probably shouldn't be on I mean, the most innovative the list. The mix is still not going to win. So. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's still there in best overall product, and you can bet your boots they'll be fighting for if, it. If it was me... Uh-huh. And this is where I think we should go, obviously. Uh, I think we take the what tube expand off most useful, we leave it in most innovative, and then tomorrow we lose Pedal Baby 100 from most innovative, but it goes on most useful. I think so. I think that's fair. Okay. 
Okay. I, I, I disagree, but but yes, but that's but I'm totally fine we, with being. We appear to just be going around in circles. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. No exactly. I'm I'm going to have to come down on this. For, for, you know. for just a, as you know, again, ending point. I think the two band expander has literally more uses than than the yeah. Than it, the pedal it, it has more uses, but how many people are going to use it within right. those uses? So, that's, so a, a plectrum wins then. Again, no, 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 you're no, no, no. It, you're, it's, Yeah, but also by... You don't use those though. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just think I can see a lot of scenarios where the pedal baby works for a lot of people. For the tube amp expander, there's probably more uses for it, but I think it's a more specialist product. It's a high-end specialist product. I'm not sure whether or not it's suitable for a blues gig in a pub is the bar that we should be no, choosing no, no. the best well, products not, in not, the guitar categories by. This isn't best, this product. Isn't best product. No, I know. This but is most that's, useful. That's where the, your thinking is wrong on this. It's This is most useful, not best product. Could You need to cast band- your mind back to being in the shop and trying to answer everyday questions yeah. as opposed to trying to sort out stuff for you or trying to sort out stuff for your mates uh, and yeah. even I'm even the, to sort out even, stuff for guitar nerds but even the guitar for nerds geeks, even the, the broader gear even but that's not what we're talking about though, think- that that's best overall product this is what's the most useful thing on this list and with that in mind boss wazo air headphones absolutely most useful product of 2019 i, mean, I agree with that i can get behind that yeah there we go yeah. There we go. So how do we feel about this category being Boss Wars Rare wins, the two runners-up, Tri-Parallel Mixer and Orange Pedal Baby yeah. 100? With a little, and then with we a little take gold off. star for the Tri-Parallel Mixer because I don't think I've ever been talked into a product on, on <laughs> Gear of one, the Year I before. I bought one so. while we were uh... <laughs> 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 there. That is a very cool product. Yeah. I think it's... Uh, yeah. liked it okay. so much very, very... he bought the company. Oh, cool. Okay. So, <laughs> so boys, uh, I think before... that, That is the end of uh, of uh, best... Uh, what, what was best that? Name best name and most useful. Uh, most suitable for pub gigs. Right. And we're moving on... How far are we sorry so uh we've we are we've done over an hour we've done, done over, over an, hour, an hour and we've done over an hour on the two kind of joke categories yeah not, so, they're not joke they're so very serious again i'm gonna put this to you mark before we before we go into the next round the next we're gonna take a little advertising break or patreon listeners and advertising non-advertising break um it will be a break of joe just like telling you a joke a little or something. Yeah, I, tell, I tell a joke in the advertising break to you if you're on patreon if, if you're not on patreon you get a very good advert that i also recorded but um do we have to add an extra episode in here? We're an hour in and we've got two of our biggest categories still to do. No, this is going to be a three-hour podcast. Add, no, no, we carry on. Okay. I think we... I, I, I think, think, I think I, we. Sorry, go on, Matt. We're say, even arguing about this. I would say that actually, when you look at it, we've only got six guitars and six amps. We're not trying to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've only guitars. talked about 12 products previously, mate. Yeah, okay, all right, we're going to take an advertising break. in mind, some of the things that we have talked about already do fall into best amp. Right, I, okay. I also think, actually, we could maybe do with swapping best looking in for best guitar or best amp because I think we'll want more discussion about the guitars or the amps, whereas best looking... Yeah, but is- best effects is tomorrow as well. Yeah, best effects is going to take forever. And then the last day is best overall. So- all right, all right, yeah, we're going to okay, take a break. Okay. We're taking a break. This year's Guitar Nerds Gear of the Year podcast series is sponsored by Isotope Spire Studio. Yes, that's right. We've spoken about this product loads over the last few weeks, but that's because we really genuinely are incredibly impressed by it. In fact, even though we got sent 
a demo unit of the Spire Studio, Matt has even gone ahead and bought himself one because it really is a fantastic piece of kit that will really improve how you're demoing songs at home. So with this portable multi-track recorder, you can quickly and easily capture your songs at the highest quality via the built-in mic. It's a very good built-in mic. All the dual inputs. The Spire Studio automatically detects your instrument to sculpt the tone and set input levels. Wirelessly pair it with your iOS or Android device to add creative amps and effects, edit, mix, collaborate with bandmates, and export your songs. It's now available at retailers like Sweetwater, Auto Music, Amazon, as well as Toman and Andertons in Europe. And between now and the end of the year, get a free standard Isotope plugin with the purchase of Spire Studio. Learn more at isotope.com forward slash spire forward slash nerds. Hello and welcome back. Uh, <laughs> you almost did the new no, idea. No, yeah, I didn't. No, did I was totally, again. totally aware. Hello and welcome back after that brief break. Um, it was the, the break, world's number one the, guitar uh, nerds podcast. Was the break in real time? Uh, well, I don't know. It's going to have like a 20 minute song in the middle of the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so we've got. Uh, He's we've actually got... been recording that. Yeah, thing. we've just got the sort oh, of, you know, no. ambient noise of us like walking around and, you know, making tea. <laughs> Joe actually didn't mean all those things that he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got two more categories to do, and these are the, uh, these are the, the, the big categories. The gargantuan ones. A couple of them, yeah. I would say best amp historically has best not been... Best effects is what everyone's really I mean, like. best yeah. guitar and best effects. This plus is the best year product. of the effects, isn't it? But uh, but we have best amp and best guitar, so let's uh, let's get ready for things to get heated. Do you want me to do a rundown yeah. of what's in uh, best amp? Yes. So we've got the Victory Copper. We've got the Fender Tone Master Twin. The Orange Tremlord 30. The Olsen Amps Little Hill. The Supro Blues King 12 and the Orange Pedal Baby 100. Right. How are we all feeling about that list? Yeah, nice. Good. Got favourites? I mean... I have. Jumping straight... <laughs> I'm going I'm to jump straight in. I mean, two of them stand out to me as head and shoulders above the rest. Okay. And that is the Tone Master Twin and the Tremlord. Okay. And I just... I think when you look at those two amps in comparison to everything else on the list, they just... They they pale in comparison to, can I, can to those I, two. Can I make a suggestion? Yep. The little hill. Yes. No one is going to argue with me because <laughs> I own one and bought one, but I'm also the only person who played one. And what, it, what that's one do, of my favourite bits of gear of the year. Yeah, what you should do is it. do a little speech about why you love it and then we'll take it off the list because I don't think anyone else can stand behind it because we've not spent I just, time I just think it. it's worth everyone trying to give one a go if you end up in a Scandinavian country. Um, but actually, or in your house. Actually, for me, 20 watts, not lunchbox, feels like a, you know, looks like a, a, you know, a big amp, I guess, in some ways. But just really versatile, great two-channel amp that does clean all the way to real nice high gain, great effects loop in it, just a killer-sounding amp that sits all on its own. Um, and, yeah, definitely one of my favourite bits of the uh, of, of gear this year, um, mainly because yeah, I own one and it's it's killer. So you know, but no one else is going to fight this corner. No, that's the issue with things like that. That in the past we've put in gear of the year is like we've loved something, but literally no one else has played it or had chance to play it. Unfortunately, they don't tend to get through, even if it is a fantastic bit of kit. So if we're gonna you love them, set them free. Um, are we going to set this one free? Also, now if you build should. it, they will come. It's true. Oh, all right, keep advice. it clean. Um, okay, so. Um, we're left with five things. Victory Copper, Time Master Twin, Tremor 30, Blues King 12, Orange Pedal Baby 100. 
Well, so the thing for me about the Victory Copper that's on there is really I feel like this should have been in the most useful category (laughs) being best amp. Because, I mean, what are we talking about here? Right. So for me, best amp, Uh Orange Pedal Baby 100 is a fantastic bit of kit. The thing with it, leaving it in best amp, is that it's not... It needs other really things. Really, an yeah. amp on its own. I yeah. mean, it's not even the best orange amp. I mean, on the technically, list. it is an amp. <laughs> it is, of course, it, it <laughs> is. It is an amp, but it's, a it's, power its amp. performance is dependent on what you were going to put in front uh-huh. of it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dependent on what preamp you have, what pedals you have. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. That you put in front of it. I think it's, we, you know, we've talked about it enough. It's got its kind of props in most useful. Does it stand up on a best amp list? I Not think, against the other orange amps on there. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we can't justify it because, you know, it, you could put something awful in front of it yeah, and absolutely. it wouldn't sound great. Whereas, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's very useful. It's kind of innovative. I think it's, it's a like a, it was something that the market absolutely needed and, and Orange were kind of, it looks like they were the only company this year that thought about that and brought this to the table. And well, I, I think that was fantastic. Well, I'm, 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 being, I'm being serious though because there is, there is the more... Um, 
the whatever it's called, I thought the tube thingy. And really, I mean, how different is this to a Marshall 100-100? Yeah, yeah I mean, of course. Quite different. Is yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, firstly, you can't actually pick up a Marshall 100-100 on, on your own. No. Yeah, of course. No, you need about three people, people yeah, to lift exactly. one of those. Yeah. So I do, I mean, I, I'm i very glad we left it on most useful. Having a, mm-hmm. having a think about it, mm-hmm. because for me, it doesn't stand up in best amp because of it's not what I think the category of best amp is about. And I think it's not going to, looking at the other things in most innovative, I don't think it's going to last in that list either. Yeah. Um, so I think we lose it from best amp um, and it's got its props in most useful. I, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that. So, yep. you know, the, yep. whilst we sort of tip our hats to it and say this was an excellent product and a great idea and very astutely built yes. um, by Orange, there are some, if, if we're talking about best amps being the best sounding thing you can plug your guitar into, then I think now the four that we've isolated this down to, the Victory Copper, the Fender Tone Master Twin, the Tremlord 30, and the Super Blues King 12 yep. certainly are better. Let's do the rounds. Right. If you were to knock something off the list, Joe Branton, what would it be? Difficult to knock things off the list at the moment. I think they're all really good. Like the Victory Copper, I think, is wonderful. I think AC30s are some of the best sounding amps in the world. Victory make fantastic high-end versions of that. So it's a, a fantastic bit of kit. I love the Tremlord 30. I thought it was an awesome sounding orange amp. And as we spoke about it on the on the podcast yesterday or whenever we spoke about amps, yeah. um, the, the uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, amazing that Orange have managed to nail a totally new sound in a, in a different way for, for them. The Tone Master Twin, I appreciate that it, um, that it kind of solves a problem. Twins were never my favourite sounding Fender amp anyway, so there's sort of like I'm like, yeah, this is great, but it's just not personally for me. That I'm not knocking it off the list for any reason. And the the Super Blues King, I actually think might be the coolest thing I've seen in years and years. So I guess maybe the Victory Copper is the one oh, that, I, that um, I'd I'd remove. Whilst I would prefer it tonally to the Tone Master Twin, I get what the Tone Master Twin is. Best Amp's going to consider everything, isn't it? Yeah, Best yeah, Amp yeah, is going to yeah. kind of consider how useful it is, yep. for which I think the Tone Master is very useful. But it's also got to consider how we personally feel about how it sounds, and I don't really like Twins, so it, okay. it's not in there for me. But the Victory Copper, I appreciate in comparison to the Tremlord 30, the coolness of the Supro, and I guess the sort of problem-solving of the of the Tone Master, the Victory Copper isn't quite Okay, Interesting. Matt Knight. You always come to me, and I feel that maybe you should go to Jay. Jay Cross. I mean, as I said, I, I think that the Tone Master and the Tremlord are, are well above the rest of the products that are on the list. I <clears throat> I think that the the Victory Copper, I think, is a, is a great amp. I think that, as I said when we talked about the amps, that alongside that really classy-looking vi- uh, Vertical 212, you've got an absolutely banging little setup there. I think it looks amazing. The Supro Blues King. Supros have never really been my sound. I've never really got right. on with this, them. This is a very different sounding amp, though. Just looking yes, at the valves they've chosen. Completely, completely. This is far more of a, This is for. basically like trying to be a blues junior, as, yeah. as you said, um, which is far more what I'm into than than the kind of classic Supro sound, which I've always thought was a bit flatter. Um, and... I, for me, I think probably the Supro is the one that should go. Um, I think the Victory is probably a better amp. I, it's it's definitely the first Victory amp where I've gone. I would I would buy that. 
Um, I think that, you know, we've talked about others in the past. The Kraken, I thought, looked cool. Yeah. And it's a wicked name. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that, would, that would have won best name. Oh, it definitely would have won yeah. best yeah. name. That 100%. Yeah, I, I could get behind 100%. that. 100%. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for me, uh, you look at those those three that would be left if we did get rid of the Blues King. Yeah. The Victory, the Fender, and the Orange. I think I just, that's, those are three proper banging amps. Reluctant yeah. to have Lunchbox amps in, in sort of our top... I, I still just can't get behind the look of them. I think it was a terrible idea when Orange started doing it. <laughs> but it's I mean, a bad, it's, it's a bad idea that a company have hinged everything about them. But on. It, do, it does solve a lot of problems for people. Not mm. just you know thinking about people that are flying, Absolutely. but people that get in the train to a gig or totally, whatever. Totally. You can't yeah. do but that with I'm, a JCM two thousand. Exactly. I'm I'm sure. off to I'm off to band practice after we do this, sure. and I really want to. T- I've got. A, I'm I'm tossing up in my head whether I have a a beer at some point before we go off or whether I drive to the shot, drive to practice because I want to yeah. take my, I want to take my bass amp you know, and it's really heavy. Yeah. I can't take it on the bus and I really want to be able, if I had an amp that I could carry around on the train, on public transport, then I absolutely would. But absolutely. For convenience, I understand yeah, yeah. sort of lunchboxes. Have I, you heard I about also Little Mark Vintage? That, <laughs> I also understand that in the 80s when people started using carpet on uh, amplifiers instead of Tolex, that was, a you know, kind of a... Oh, it looks great, man. No, especially, just, you know... It just looks terrible. Especially when pubs used to smell a lot worse than they do now. You get get your amp carpeted amp home, really, you yeah. get that cigarette and booze smell yeah, yeah. all in your house. I just I, I just can't get behind the look most, of it. I, to be honest, a carpeted amp, most useful. It's like bring the smell of the the pub home with you <laughs> you don't need to go out yeah you never need to go no, out again right. great great i think for me if we're talking best amp of the year the supro just doesn't just doesn't feel like it's locked into the really with the other yeah why not? i also why not? I, what, I think what reason about the supro doesn't for me you know for starters the rrp is 666 euros yes i mean out of order Satan. <laughs> um, <laughs> um i just think if i was going to buy if i had to walk into a shop and buy one of these four i would probably look at the supro first play it and go that is very cool and it's a very great alternative to a blues junior but then i would probably try something like the victory and go that's a bit better oh, more versatile so, more headroom it's, it's it, so difficult to compare these it's, because it's, 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 doing got, it's got something's got, totally different yeah i mean in terms of sound but i just think i don't know i think i would I, w- I would want more headroom i'd want more feel and i just feel that i would end up being a bit boxy with the old Blues King. and just The, the thing for me about the Blues King is it's in a market where there's a lot of competition. You know, we've talked about obviously Blues Junior, but, you know, this year there was some new Blackstar amps as well yeah. that kind of fall into that. There's a lot of small valve amps doing that. Some key things about the Supro. Firstly, 12-inch speaker, which I think is incredibly useful street price like you say rrp is kind of like 666 or whatever but they are generally for sale under about 600 quid um which brings them into line with things like blues junior and other amps that are popular in that price point um i think it's a great amp i also think it's going to get its props in best looking yeah uh, when we talk about that not necessarily that we're thinking about you know that down down the line as to whether this is the best amp or not but what I do think is that there's a lot of other stuff available that does a similar thing that I really like. The Blues King does have the 12-inch speaker, though, which just gives it a bit more openness, a bit more bottom end. Um, than what? Than like a Blues Junior. Blues Junior's 12-inch speaker. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I thought Pro, Ju- Pro Junior. Pro Junior's 10. Junior. Pro, Pro Junior's 10. Yeah. I think the AC10 is also 10 10. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Pro Junior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it also has it does a bit more than a blues junior in terms of like gain structure and stuff. Does you've it? Got, well, you've got two gain stages, and you've also got uh, master volume and 
uh, input volume okay. as well. So, okay, you, so it's, you've it's, got master volume and input volume on a junior. Uh, no, isn't it just single no, volume? No, no, no. It's volume. You're thinking of the Pro Junior yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep getting confused with the Pro You've Junior. You've got a fat switch on the on the Blues Junior. Yeah. The Blues Junior is incredibly versatile. I don't think the Suit Pro Blues King offers anything over it other than it's an incredibly cool-looking yeah. alternative. Well, sorry, it, sorry, sorry, what, what was that word after cool and before alternative that you said there? Looking. Oh, okay. So uh, what you're suggesting there, right. what you're suggesting there is that this amp really stands its better chance in the best See, looking category. I mean, I would be totally happy with that. I think it's a cool amp um, and I think it's at the right price and it does provide some much needed competition. I think to... I think it's interesting that specifically Mark and Jay have started to sort of try to tactically vote out things that tactic- you and I like, Matt, no, no, by no, saying no, no, they stand better chances in other categories. Not at all. I just They're think... going to run out of categories soon. To be honest, we're we're not, we're not even talk- we haven't even talked about my my personal winner. Right, okay. okay. Yeah, maybe well, we need to do that. How does everyone feel about the top three, not in any order yet, being the Victory Copper, the Tone Master Twin, and the Tremlord 30? I think three oh, I agree. very, very good amps. Yep. The Supro, I think, is going to get some serious consideration in a different category. Okay. It, despite being a fantastic amp. No, no, that's okay. cool. Okay, so we're down to the Victory Copper, Fender Tone Master Twin, Orange Tremlord 30. If you were to pick a winner out of those three... What would they be, Joe Branton? Well, let's talk to Matt. Matt wants to talk about his uh, his favourite. Let's Tone go Master straight Twin. to him. Wow, that is not what I thought you were going to say at all. Sorry. That was wicked. Sorry. I mean, did Jay just pass you money under the table? <laughs> well, I mean, the katana's not even in here because we knew it'd ultimately be the best thing ever this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, best, uh, and twenty nineteen's gear twenty. Uh, 19's gear of 2018. Yeah, we didn't yeah. do that category this no, year. No, not doing that this year. Just um, gets too confusing. But I think the thing is, is everyone sort of knows what it does, and you know, we're not going to go into that. But for me, the Tone Master Twin, I heard it at Summon Am, and I didn't get it. I just like, yeah, I don't want to spend a thousand pounds on a digital amp. But I think they're so good now. How much is yeah. a Helix? It doesn't matter. It's it's more than the a, problem is you're in that mind a, uh, you're in that mindset uh, of make, though, isn't it? You're Helix. making that seven hundred quid. Interesting. You're making your mind up based on paper spec. And that's that's one thing that I always hate. It's like don't read do you spec mean? and then you you're looking at it going it's digital. It's, it's a digital. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're already when you walk into the store going I don't want to try it because of X. Well, yeah. actually, I can't see Fender even selling any of the Valve Twins anymore because why would you why would you buy one over this? It sounds exactly the same, and you've actually got more options on it. I don't think you'd necessarily ever use the XLR out on it. I think the attenuate is killer. But for me. Lighter sounds exactly like a twin, and it's five six hundred quid cheaper. And, yeah. and loads more reliable. As yeah, well. yeah, totally. Oh, exactly. I think I think I just... the thing. I, I so I actually agree with you with the XLR route. So you've got um, you've got that, and there's there's switchable IRs there. But I'm I'm, I... I'm never going to use them. No. I think the thing is, is that had they not been on there, everyone would be saying, "Why have you made a digital amp that you can't XLR?" Yeah, out yeah. The problem is, I I I I, I would say actually. I think saying digital amp is it, just it, totally the wrong. I completely way to agree. Pitch it. I completely agree. Uh, but it, it is it, a digital amp. It is, yeah, it's sure. Class but, D. But what you're saying there is exactly what all the grumpy old men who used to come into the <laughs> shop, who we would get annoyed with, would <laughs> say. Yeah, but but that you know, you're one sure, step sure. away there from saying, why be, have they? Why yeah. am I paying more for that guitar? It's all scratched up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know, fine, that's fine. you know, that's. I think I get it. We should be talking about it, what it sounds like, not what the components. Yeah, totally. yeah, 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 yeah. So make it sound with, that way. with that in mind, I want to talk a bit about the Tremlord Thirty. Yeah, because I, this is what I want to talk about. Well, the first time in a long time. So I saw the Tremlord 30 quite a while before it was actually announced. Yeah. So I saw it, I think, towards the, what was it, like middle of 2018 or something. Um, and I walked into a room at Orange and one of the guys there was playing it. 
and I was absolutely blown away. First time in a long time where I've heard an amp and I was like, this, I can't fault yeah. this. It yeah. sounds so good. And yes, it's very much a traditional amp in that, uh, yeah, obviously, you know what they're going for. You know, the features on it are pointing towards a particular style of amp. Yeah. But it is all valve and you turn it up and it sounds absolutely incredible. There's nothing, but, and it's hard to, it's hard to compare with the twin because the twin, yes, it's digital amp. sounds like a valve amp. Um, but there was just something about that orange. It's in that kind of big box, you know, there like is the a Marine prestige. There's a prestige with it's a not cool, even, incredible, not even the prestige. Amp. It's just, it's like a good, big, loud amp. And that's something that sometimes we forget about, you know, when we're talking about amps. It's like, yeah, it's, a, it's really portable. We take it on the train or whatever. And there is still value in something that is just big and loud. And I feel to an extent that way about the twin as well. Yeah. What may swing this conversation is the twin to me feels like it's got more usability across like different situations. Like, yes, it's a big amp, but like I think that's saying, a dangerous category to judge. Uh, uh, sure, on. sure. But you do need to think about it. And I think for best sounding, I would say the Tremlord. I think it just sounds yeah. so good and it's so well built and it is an old school, big, great sounding amp. With the twin, again, it's it's really big. It's pretty, it's not old school because obviously the technology there, but uh, I'd imagine if you could get up to full volume, sounds amazing. What I really like about it is we used it all of yesterday when we were testing all the stuff on the uh, most attenuated setting and it still sounded great. And it, we yeah. could get it up to 10, which is something that I've never been able to say about a twin before. At no point did we say, like, so as we talked about yesterday, the Princeton is is also sat next to us here. And yeah. at, no, at no point did we say, hang on a sec, let's just hear this through a real amp. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, the, yeah, the Princeton's that's, right that's there. Right. And we absolutely could have taken we any of those. Welly as well. Totally. We could have taken any of those pedals and go, oh, let's just see what it sounds like through a real amp. And we didn't do that because the Tone Master sounds so good. If and, I was going to buy one of those two, though, I'd buy the Princeton. Would you, though? Yes. Okay. Really? See, I've I, I have now got both of those there, and yeah. I want to take the Princeton back, and I want to keep the Tone Master. It, it, I, I, the Tone Master for me is apps is the amp that I've been waiting for. You know, we've yeah. we've talked about as I said yesterday. I bought that twin because I love the look of them. I love the sound of them. I know I appreciate you. It's not your favorite Fender yeah. sound. I think twins sound amazing. I love them. I love how you can get that chimey, ringy sound from them. I love that you can get the dirty sound if you really do crank it, which you can't do with a real twin. Yeah. And they're just too heavy. Yeah. They're too heavy. And now this is everything that I wanted it absolutely from that. Is. I completely and it agree. sounds better than any, uh, like, you know, because I know there'll be people saying, well, if what you want is the sound of a twin without the kind of... Uh, you know, all the baggage that comes with it, why don't you just get a Katana or why don't you get a Helix or why don't you get a Mustang and put a twin sound through it? And it's like, it doesn't sound the same. Yeah, That sounds, that is like, to me, um, that is the iconic Fender sound. Do you know what? Yeah. It's funny. You can't out Fender a Fender. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. basically like, yeah. I mean, if it was me, and actually, Joe, I agree with you, I would rather have the Princeton because I prefer the actual tonal circuit of a Princeton it's lower power and without the need for an attenuator I'd crank it up a little bit more and get that warm sound that I want and if I wanted to twin I'm there for for super clean um and yeah you could buy you could buy a katana and the katana cleans are fantastic but this is for people who want a twin there there, the, there is no other customer base for it. it's like yeah. you want the Fender twin but you've never bought one because 
A, they're too expensive. B, they're too heavy. C, they're too loud. Yeah. And, and it, so, it solves all of those. And it's like, actually, this is Fender just going, we're not reinventing the wheel. We're just making it usable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I think it's hard. And that's part of the reason why I think actually the Tremlord is absolutely fantastic, but it's going after the same customer. And ultimately, if you had that, that customer with both those amps in front, They'd go for the Fender, and I, I, partly I, I think that, I think it's the name. I've got to say that most people would be swayed by the name. I think the Fender badge probably swings it for people, um, but I don't know. I, I mean, I'm I'm kind of a bit of it's a bit tricky because I haven't tried the Tremor yeah. as much. I, as I've I tried just you know the Victory or the Tone Master, but I, I I just love the 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 yeah I said it before. Like, I love the prestige of 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 orange and like a big like a big proper sort of valve amp which it literally sounds incredible the clean tones that orange have have managed to create here are are like nothing they've done before that you know coupled with the the double tank reverb and the valve tremolo i just think it's a it's a fantastic amp i I kind of felt about the tremolo 30 the same way i felt about the boogie fillmore 50 last year like Mm. it is just this is amplifier at its best this is premium amplifier the twin is definitely solving a problem but the the tremolo 30 is is yeah i think sorry can i just cut back to what you said there about the 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 double spring reverb yeah isn't that just marketing talk don't they don't all have have two springs in sure yes all i mean is yeah i'm just trying to make it sound good i just okay right i just mean but but like that's what that's what all that's what this princeton's got in it right it's got two springs in it yeah but not, so not it's a just lot a, of them are driven by, not a lot of them are valve driven. Yeah, that's the With difference. their own custom transformer. Right, okay, that's yeah, what okay. makes the big difference. So right, okay. My feeling on this is that my favourite amp this year is the Orange Tremolo 30. I just, it just sounds the best yes. out of all of these. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I, I would go one step further and say my favourite product this year is the Tone Master Twin. Okay. I th- I just I think it's the no, best I thing I I think <laughs> I think it's the best thing that's come out. It's you know maybe this is me just having my own uh my my own use and my own uh, opinion put into it but that's ex- that is what I have been waiting for right. for the last for the last 5 years. We're, that is we're the agreeing product. that the the copper's going to be third here. That's the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's one of the it's copper is one of the runners up. Again, you know, I know I said sort of buying this on 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 paper as it were looking at the specs. So many people will just look at the tremolo and go, "That does does look like a fantastic bit of kit." Yeah. Um, I, I, there, he's, he, I'm I'm so torn, but I just I loved just playing the the twin yesterday because it just felt like I was playing a twin. Yeah. I I just Do you know what I mean. What, that, that, what? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that, but that but that's like. But that's I, why Joe hates it. But there's already a twin. Yeah, but I, if I was going to go and buy a twin now, I'd buy one of those. I wouldn't buy a normal yeah. twin because there's yeah. absolutely no way I could use a normal twin. I could use that. I think where Orange are going to struggle is convincing people to go to an amp that's not like anything else they already make. Right. Because you've got to put Well, your... they're going after a new market, aren't they? People who traditionally wouldn't buy an Orange. Yeah, who would buy a twin. Well, not necessarily a twin. It's, I mean, it's going after kind of Fender-y stuff, it's I guess. It's going after that, that I, I would thing. feel comfortable... With although Orange Terminal Thirty is my favourite amp this year, I would feel comfortable with the Time Master <laughs> winning this simply because I do think it solves a problem. And it's very for me, it's very close in terms of like sound wise. The Trem- I think the Terminal is a great sounding amp. I think the Time Master does a very good job of being a great sounding I amp. I think it 
it, it is a twin. They, they, you know, there's yeah, no yeah, two ways yeah. around it. It's like, like you can't dress it. It's a twin. I, but I, that, I, and that in itself, actually, I think is the real key selling Yeah, point. I, and I also think that, like you say, the Tremlord is a great sounding amp, and it is a great sounding amp. And I'm not trying to diminish what that means, but the twin, the the twin is also a great sounding amp. Plus. It's much lighter than anything else. Yeah. It's far more convenient than anything else. You've got the uh, attenuation. You've got everything that you want from a Fender amp without having to. It, it's just they they're both great sounding amps. That's just got a load more a load more to it. I'm gonna go pick it up. Okay. <laughs> well, I picked it up. Yeah. Live demonstration. Pick it up. Pick it up with Joe. Pick it up with one. Literally, pick it up with one finger. All right. Well, Here, Joe's doing. I'm just gonna give you some. Pick it up with one finger or two fingers. He's he's. He's he's agreeing. Honestly, that the amp is pick, light. Oh, his back is broken. It's Call the ambulance. Heavy, <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Joe is dead. You could you could do that with two fingers. I'm telling you, do yeah. it. Try it. Try it now. No, it's all right. I'm just looking at it. I'm just he's <laughs> he's got to make up his mind. I mean, it looks just like oh, a twin. I mean, oh, it's on fire. It's on fire. <laughs> Joe's picked it up Sorry. and he's exploded. Joe, Joe's died. Um, it does look just like a twin, but that's because it's made it's made on the same production oh, no, I know, line. I know, I know, I know. Cheaper wood. No, actually, more expensive no. Wood. Solid pine rather than plywood. Actually, yeah, right. I would, I would okay. actually argue that pine is better. It, yeah. Oh, okay. So, I'll, and it's and I'd say it's a better speaker. Better speakers in fact, as well. Actually, pine would would have been what they originally made the speaker cabs out of, and they've only moved to plywood because of mass production. Where actually pine is probably more traditional to where it would have been. Oh, I see. So, I just want to make sure that people know the Tremlord is an incredible guitar amp. It's already won an award. The Tremlord? Yeah. Guitar.com's 2019 gear. Well, there we go. Yeah, so people know that it's good. But I would I'd feel comfortable with the Time Master came winning because... <laughs> Probably Katana. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't mind the Time Master winning. I just want to make sure that people know that the Tremlord is... If you want a proper, old-school style, fantastic-sounding valve guitar amp... The Tremlord 30 is about the best on the market yeah. that you can, can buy. I, can which I, I think it, which I think is makes it, you know, appeal to more people because we're literally saying the Tone Master is great if you were going to buy a twin and fancy saving four hundred pounds. No, no, not no. at all, because I would never I bought a twin and it was too inconvenient and too loud and I took it straight back. Yeah. But I wanted the twin. I was desperate for a twin. I couldn't use a twin because it was just not workable for my scenario. This is. See, I'm, right. I almost think that this is more going to eat into people that are buying like um, Hot Rod DeVille's. Totally. Because Absolutely. this right. is a great sounding Fender amp that. I'd have that over is, a Hot Rod Deluxe. I would as well. Because I yeah, wouldn't yeah, use yeah. the drive channel on the I Hot Rod think Deluxe. I, I just want to make sure that we sort of choose everything based on how good good something sounds rather than how convenient it yeah. is which just throughout all I'm, of these categories I, I, we seem to have talked about sort of whether we can get it on a train or the but problem, I think the that's problem a big consideration now but with sound we're talking about a Fender versus an Orange versus a Victory slash AC30 that's there's going to be it's hard to compare well, yeah. I, I, th- I think the Orange Tremble 30 is the best sounding amp this year because I personally I prefer it over the Twin but yeah. the Twin Sounds like a twin. One of the I, most popular I, guitar amps yeah. of all time, but it's much, much lighter. It's because it's, you know, solid state slash digital. It's probably going to be more reliable. Yeah. I think it's going to start taking away sales from things like Hot Rod Deville's, Hot Rod Deluxe's, which again have been some of the most popular guitar amps of all time. So I would be comfortable with the Tone Master winning this category. Okay. We should also say the Victory Copper is awesome. Yes, totally. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we talked about it. But yeah, again, going after something very different, you know, yeah. the lunchbox, AC30 style. I think 
a very satisfying end to this category would be Tone Master winning, Tremble 30 and Victory Copper okay. being the runners-up. Okay. I, I disagree, but again, like quite happy to be <laughs> to be outvoted. Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. sympathy. No, 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 no. I'd just rather have the better sounding That's out. What we're saying that is, after the election. What we're saying is the Tone Master twin... The Tone Master twin maybe isn't quite as good sounding as the Tremlord 30, but hey, it's it's got some IRs on it and it's lightweight. So I don't care about gonna, the IRs. Right, nothing well, to do with that. Neither do I. But no, neither do I. I, I. If this, if we were again, if this was Orange Tremlor Thirty versus a regular Fender Twin, I would be saying, yeah, Tremlor Thirty, absolutely. But you need to bear in mind that it, this category isn't just about the sound. If this was best sounding amp, what you saying that that an amplifier, an amplifier yeah. is not just about the sound? Yes, exactly. Fe- you have to take features into account. You have to. Okay. Otherwise, everyone would just be playing like, you know, two Marshall 4x12s and, uh, you know, a JCM 800 head. Who's going to want to gig that? Yeah. Like, it's yeah, set, that, that's, that's, ha- having think, a 100 watt Marshall yeah, yeah, with two yeah. 412s is, for me, nah. the, the best guitar that. sound. I just but like low would, wattage would you know, gig valve amps. Absolutely they sound not. great. Well, I'll get a tube of expander. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that's my argument for it Fine. is that I love the Tremlord 30, um, but I can see. For me, the best amp is the Tremor 30, but I'm happy to concede on the Tone Master Twin. Okay. Sounds good. Should we move on to another category? Sure. Let's do it. Are we taking a break or jumping straight in? Straight in. No, we've got to, we've got to jump guitar. straight in. So okay. we are we are on to best guitar. Um, yes, we are. So Mark, why don't you count down what we've got in this category? Showgirl Provocateur, Eastman SB56, Fender American Ultra Strat. Music Man Sterling Majesty X, Vintera 50s Martelli, Music Man Mariposa. How do we start this? Well, well, the same way I imagine that we started the other categories. Why don't we do a little rundown of why the things are in Mm -hmm. Best best Guitar? Shall I do that? Yeah. Okay, so you've got the Shergold Provocateur, which we've all agreed spec-wise plus price-wise is is firing miles and miles above uh, you know its station and is a is a fantastic new addition in in both looks and features to the guitar market. The you've, East- set, you've set the bar here with your uh, with your description, so you're gonna have to keep that up for the rest. Yeah, of them. that's fine. That's fine. The Eastman SB56 is an incredibly priced alternative to the absolute creme de la creme that Gibson are putting out at the moment, and you know a gold top, sort of oiled mahogany back and necked double p90 and their their lola p90s as well this thing is absolutely yeah just the the top like the top notch guitar you can buy for <laughs> Top not like just... a third of the price which is which is incredible so that's the Eastman SB56 the Fender American Ultra Strat seems to have perfected Fender's um, Fender's path down making uh, modern Fenders making going after that market of people who play as as Matt said yesterday Sirs and, and Mayonnaise and brands like that this is uh, you can't out Fender a Fender, and when Fender try and make things with uh, you know with all the all the contours and the active circuitry, they seem to have completely nailed it with the new Ultra series and the Strat in particular, as I think it is the most applicable instrument for people who are into that sort of thing. The Music Man Sterling Majesty X, the guitar that um, that absolutely surprised us, Mark especially, um, just an incredible quality instrument from Sterling, very modern. It's lost a lot of the horrible blingy features about the uh, Music Man but seem to have retained all the playability and versatility of its more expensive cousin. The Ventura the 50s Motelli just because I mean that is it is the best guitar of all time and you know incredible to um, 
incredible to have something that's that's so quintessential back in the in the running and the music man mariposa which you know for for me and matt was a signature model for one of our favorite guitarists ever and certainly it's just incredibly cool available available in pink which is a a big thing for us you get we all didn't the even quality. talk about that you no, know yeah. we didn't even talk about that pink. It came in, in yeah. pink when but, we, we put it in the shortlist yeah exactly so you know comes in an incredible range of colors really interesting idea uh with regards to the uh double volume control instead of having a tone circuit in there cool shape music man quality just a fantastic instrument all around that is the complete running is there anything that looking at this list doesn't hang in this list well this is guitars are always more than anything else i think we're gonna look at this personally and i think we should look at this personally because i can't stand us going through another category with you guys telling me it fits better on a (laughs) on a train well uh, yeah but that's not going to happen with guitars guitars are very different in yes, that sense yes yeah you know. absolutely i just so, i just don't want us to talk about um anything being a swiss army knife i don't think that's a can good i thing um to can i just on. make one one suggestion of something that i personally don't gel with okay. and, and that's the eastman Oh mate, I don't. No, I don't like no. the look of it. I don't like the headstock. Yeah, you said you didn't like the headstock, I, which I find so weird. I don't like the look of it. The, the headstock must be a millimeter different to the Gibson no, one. It it's it's only just out of, sort of court case territory. It just, <laughs> I, I want to keep I it on the list for now. Like it. I, I don't I, like it. I can see. I don't like it. I, uh, <laughs> I, don't like I just. I think. Matt, did you play it though? That is the that is the big no, thing for that's, me. No, that's the unfortunate yeah. thing. It's like not well, all of us have all we, played all the guitars. Yeah, well, we had it for a month. You could have come down, but you know it's, that's fine. <laughs> you could have come to me. You never come and see me, Joe. <laughs> we always want to hang out. I'm sorry. Um, I want to keep it on. He's there got because, a real job. Yeah, yeah. You you could do whatever you want. Oh yeah. I um, I um I want to keep the SB56 on there for now because I just think of you do in term. Well, well, I put it on the list. Um, the reason that I put it on there is because playability wise, it is absolutely phenomenal and for me like i said i was a bit of a kind of eastman uh skeptic yeah and this got out of the case straight away and i was like ah oh, this feels like about two thousand pounds it feels like two thousand pounds it is two thousand pounds oh right okay. no, no, more <laughs> than it is it feels like it feels like custom shop quality yes and what are they does. like 1700 pounds yeah 1795 yeah. and they are custom shop quality it's a beijing custom shop yeah 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 and uh, that was the thing that what defines a custom shop though uh, yeah, I think that's a very good. Question. I think it's like amount of hours spent with each one. Like, is it it's a small hand. team. Is it in Beijing? They're luthiers. I, I, You've just described every guitar shop apart from Beijing. <laughs> um, I think that it should stay on the list for the moment. I'm, I'm going to personally fight for it. Okay. Um, does anyone else feel strongly about anything that they don't want on the so list? So I think the the you know because we're going to be looking at this more personally than anything else. The the only the only guitar on there that I'm not especially into is the American Ultra Strat. Like okay. uh, from a personal perspective, I think that um, I don't really like modern guitars anyway. As a rule, I appreciate there are other modern guitars, but the w- a thing that's worse than modern guitars is when classic guitars are made are sort of hammed into being modern guitars. Okay. Strats are fan. Fantastic classic instruments. But would you I don't, play an old one? Yeah, well, yeah, of course I would. I play any. I play a player strat over this because I don't, I don't need a contoured heel I, to I, make I, the high end access better. You know, it's, I, I, don't even I actually play out the think, high end. I just like it. I actually think that that's a that's a, a totally <clears throat> fair fair comment. And I, and I think the thing is, is with the ultras, is you know, it's not very guitar nerds, is it? Not really. No. Not really. No. Do you exactly. know what? Like. It's not even a personal aversion to the ultra at this point. I'm just like, how much I, I love the old uh, 
what was it, lace sensors, you know. The American strats, Deluxe. All that sort of thing. Oh. I'm in, and my bags, you know that. Strat Plus. Matt is all about plus. the Strat Plus. Steve had yeah. one. Do you know what? I'm going to make a um, out of left field suggestion. I would rather leave on the Don't Ultra do it. Strat. Don't, Don't you dip, Mark. Don't do it, Mark. Because you're going to mess it up. You're going to mess it up. I would rather take off the 50s mod telly. No, no. The reason I would no. do that is because if you say... If you say it's just the Baja Telly, then what that does is that adds fuel to the fire of everybody who complained about the fact that we gave the uh, the 26 Les Paul Standard... Yeah, 26. The 2016 Les Paul Standard, <laughs> the crown, when it was just a, re- a redo well, of the Well, we are older and wiser than we have and we learn from past yeah. years. I, 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 absolutely... I don't feel that we should stand by our mistakes. No, I, I this think... is a democracy after all. Do you know what? I mean, the, the main reason for me is I bought a Baja Telly this year after you know years of playing Baja Tellys. I finally bought one and I just went, yeah, they're really good. They're, they're fine. They're fine. Whereas something like... And then you decided that actually what I want is a guitar with humbuckers. And yeah. you you kept the SG yeah. rather than the telly. Which isn't to say that it's not the best guitar that you can buy for under £1,000, sure. £1, which it is. But this is personal. And, you know, a Vintera this 50s Martelli is obviously a great guitar. But for me, I took, for example, I took the uh, a, a um, Sterling Match DX out of the box and went... Or out of the bag or whatever you brought it around in. And went... Oh, I'm not expecting this to be anything good. Played it and went, this is absolutely fantastic. Even even though they're a bit, they're you know they're above the sort of thousand pound price point. They're what eleven or twelve hundred quid, something yeah, like that. Eleven ish. Yeah. I still think that guitar kind of like I was stunned by how good it was for a guitar that I would normally say, yeah, don't care about this. And uh, you know, having the Music Man uh, Majesties because they've got the slightly more blingy look with the shield. Um, that is not for me at all. But I got this out and I was just like, this is such a cool guitar. 50s mod telly, I'm going to agree. Absolutely incredible guitar. Great guitar for the money. Has it blown me away this year? No, because I know how good a Baja and telly is. And there are a lot of other butterscotch tellys on the market as well. There's other options. Um, it depends how we're defining this category. I mean- <clears throat> and talking just quickly about the American Ultra Strat, same thing. Got it out of the box and I went... This is really, really good. And for, again, someone who, I mean, I don't really care about strats that much, so I don't feel an affinity with, like, vintage strats because I don't really like strats. But I got it out and I went, ah, I can see what they're doing here. They're going, in comparison to, like, the Elites and the Deluxes before, there's a really good reason for this guitar to exist, Um, which is something that I've never felt about the kind of tier above the American standards before. because, you know, like we said before, they've always just been a bit more blingy and they've had a couple of extra features. This is like a different player would buy this to buy an American standard. I just feel like Vintera 50s mod, we've talked about Bajas enough. We've given them their time. And I do think this year, is it the right time for us to be celebrating the Vintera 50s mod telly or should we celebrate something else? I wish it came in red, Joe. <laughs> oh, Jay is Jay is giving so so actually, I'm so well, so I, I'm so I like it. I'm not I'm not I angry. Really I'm around. just disappointed. I'm disappointed in all of you. Whilst uh, whilst uh, Mark was monologuing there, um Gravit commented on the on our on our Facebook page but on the post that I've put out about our, our recording yep. today. He's commented um a quote from last year's all in caps. 
I'm trying to remain civil. <laughs> yeah, I totally, uh, totally forgot that civil. I did that. And I think, I'm, uh, I'm wondering how close we are to that point. I, wonder <laughs> if, I, I honestly, I, I don't if it's know. going to be Jay this year. This is going to be an ultimate stalemate. I can't see anyone wanting to back down on any of their well, choices. No, the okay, no, I agree with Mark. I'm completely swayed by Mark's argument. I think, I think guitars are way more personal, which is why it's more difficult to just go around and go, what we're taking off the list. Because everyone can stand by the guitars that they put on this list because they personally like them. And it's so much- you've decided to pick on me. No, right. not picking up because, I mean, what else did you put on this list? That's the only one that I put on oh, this list. Oh, right, fine. Well, um, <laughs> I just, do I want the Vintera 50s Motelli to be in the top three guitars from this year? Listen, mate, just because you, you're an idiot and you sold the greatest guitar that you could buy for under £1,000, that's what the, if you, Mr. Moneybags over there, feel like you're, no, no, you know what? I don't care about people who've got less than £1,000 to spend on a guitar. I'm only interested in people who've got £1,700 and above to spend on guitars. What guitar that's, would you take off, Jay? What guitar would I take off? I'd probably take off the Shergold. I just, I don't, I've, I've never clicked with them. Yeah. I've never, you, I've never clicked with them. You, you weren't into it when, when we played it, to be fair. No. I mean, I, you know, sort of cards on the table. I'm pushing for that to win this, this category. Over I, the Mariposa? Uh, yeah, even over the Mariposa. Blimey. I, I just think, I just think if, if we were talking about like best guitar and something that, that is, um, gen, genuinely is the best guitar you can get for, for, for the money, for the spec, and something that we haven't had before. I just think the Provocateur ticks is that, so many boxes. Is it the, the cheapest Mar- guitar on the list? What? How much is a mod telly? Less than a £1,000. Okay, good. Isn't that, um, isn't about that, isn't that 700 quid? It's on the other right. tab, I think. So the, the Mod Telly, I think, is probably the cheapest. Just, just the cheapest. Yeah, the show goes £850. I just think with everything you get with a Provocateur, it's, it's just blown me away. But, you know, I was also a big fan, a big fan, obviously, of the Mariposa and of the Eastman. I'm kind of aware with the Mariposa that a large part of it for me is that it is an Omar Rodriguez Lopez signature See, I, I'm actually able to take a step back from that because... I don't care about Omar. Well, no, no, it's not that I don't care about Omar at all. It's not that at all. I I just don't have the affinity towards Omar as a player as I do, you you know, as, as, as Matt and Joe do. I think that that guitar is bloody great. Yeah. I think it's really, really amazing as all of those more recent, um, Ernie Ball signature models have been, you know, yeah. the the Valentine still can't still can't fault it, except for the fact that the Sterling is so good. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, St Vincent really bloody good. We still always talk about the Albert Lee, despite yep. the fact that it came out, you know, a long time ago, twenty years ago or something. Well, yeah, and you know, it, even the I'm even starting to have my head turned towards um, the Majesties after yep. seeing how good this is and as I said earlier in the week, trying to sort of broaden my horizons on what I look for in a guitar and just saying, oh, it's got that weird carbon carbon fibre shield. I'm not bothered about it. Actually, you know, I'm sure that they are a good guitar and next time I get an opportunity to try one, I will. All that aside, I don't have a particular drive towards any of those artists. I just think that they're great guitars in their own right. And when we tried that Mariposa around at your house, it was, it was very good. Really, really nice. I think Music Man do a fantastic job of separating the artist from the guitar yeah. in some ways. Yeah. It's it's almost like an inspired by rather Definitely. than... Um, That's a really good way of putting well, it. Well, like yeah. the Albert Lee, for example, they could have just basically made like a Strat or a Tele and just gone, yeah, it's the Albert Lee signature. It's basically a Tele show. Well, which the is Albert what Lee did... worked out slightly differently. They actually made that guitar and then 
took it to him and he put his name on it. Right. Yeah, oh, really? Fine. Is it that right? Yeah, I mean, he, he did an in-store at GAC and he told us the story about I that. Think, um, they literally gave it to him as a finished thing and he really liked it and they said, would, you, would you like your name put to it? Yeah, th- but what th- they could have done is they could have gone, oh, Albert Lee plays a telly. Why don't we just basically make a telly? Yeah, yeah. But instead they made this mad-looking thing that yeah, is sure. like completely distinctive. Well, that's and true. Like, which prob- is what- probably, as you're saying, separating the artist from the guitar, they probably would have made that and then just put it out anyway, if, yeah. even if he had said, oh, I'm not really into it, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, but that's kind of what they did with the Dustin Kensrue, which yeah. is the Cutlass. That's the only one that's a Cutlass. Stingray, that's, sorry, that's, not Cutlass. Stingray, yeah, you're right. That's the only one. The, the, the funny thing is about Music Man, with all of those guitars, you think about what Annie Clark was playing before the St. Vincent signature model. Yeah. It was old harmonies. Yeah. Um, you know, and or or you think well, about and Albert Lee's. and she, yeah, towards obviously when she was by the time she was courting Music Man, she moved over to Albert Lee's. But before she had any deal with them, she was playing a, a harmony. And you think yeah. of like um, what 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 James Valentine was playing before think, uh, before he was playing, you know, three three fives and tellies. He I wasn't playing anything that looked anything like. You know what's interesting about the uh, the Omar is that Mars Volta haven't done anything for a long time. No. At the drive-in, aren't really known for that guitar sound. No, and I don't think you. He's distinctive enough to pick up one of his one hundred solo records and go. He's definitely aiming for that one. I mean, "Woman Gives Birth, birth to Tomato" is obviously a classic <laughs> Omar <laughs> album. It was a good album. Um, <laughs> but I think you know what it is. Is it's the input of a musician to what they want tonally, and then they they kind of make it happen. Um, I just think that yeah. Easily oh. one of the, the best guitars. All of that being said, which of the guitars out of these six that we've got on there Look, excites you the least this year? I I guess it it is between the Vintera and the Ultra, and I, I, you know I sorry <laughs> it's it's I, I don't mean that in in um uh, you know I yes I think the the Vintera you're probably right I think is the least exciting. Are you ever going to say Vintera correctly? Uh, what am I saying? Vintera. Vintera. Don't, don't forget he used to be a Vintera designer. <laughs> <laughs> and actually on the list you had it down as Ventura. Did I? The, the, the pet detective. The A Ventura. <laughs> Can I, can I make an... Yeah. I, I don't know how Mark's going to feel about this, but we've got both a Music Man Mariposa and a Music Man Sterling yep. Majesty. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. We're I, not doing I, that I this think year. the Mariposa, for me, I'm just saying, you, guitars that don't excite you as much, the Mariposa excites me more than the Sterling. I, can I to- agree with I that. I can totally yeah. see yeah, that. Same. I would be happy to for the Majesty X to come off. The reason for that is, personally, I was incredibly excited to play it. Do I think that, for any of you guys, is going to be the top three guitars of the year? I absolutely don't think it will be. I um, think that would be the ultimate shock as well if somehow that... I mean, and We should do that one guitar. year. Well, just pick something completely <laughs> yeah, random. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I just wanted it to be on the list. And the double-necked Eastwood SG. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to fight for it in best looking as well. Like, it's in the best looking category. It's very cool. Um, do I think that I can, can... I've got a strong enough argument for it to convince you guys that it's the top... One of the top three guitars released this year. I don't think I've got a strong enough right. argument for yeah. it, despite really, really liking it personally. Okay. So, are we going to lose that? Happy, to, happy to lose it. Majesty yeah. X comes off the list. Yeah. Okay. Can I just bring oh, up something that I hadn't realised until just now? Yeah. There's no Gibson. So on this list, I was going to put the um, 2019 SG Junior in the list okay because it's nice to see those back in the catalogue um the reason that i didn't is primarily a pricing reason i think compared they're, compared they're to expensive the, this year compared to the other guitars on the list i think there's 
it's hard to justify the whatever they are 1099 yeah okay. um, considering considering when they brought them out in 2013 with the same spec they were like 799 or 599 well uh, 599 okay fine uh, yeah i mean i, I just, for me i I wanted to put it on the list because I actually went and played one and I think it's a really, really good guitar. But I also think for the, you know, things like the, you know, the worn specials and stuff out there, um, there's like, it's got a lot of competition. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of competition Mm -hmm. at the, at the price. So, um, I don't know. Found it just difficult to justify keeping. Yeah, it on totally, my list. totally. No, I just, I just thought it was interesting just having a look through the, through the uh, guitars that are, you know, not on there and the brands that are missing. I think the the issue with it is like the cool things that we've. To, like the uh, in the Gibson line now kind of came out in the last couple of years anyway I'm talking about like the double cut uh, faded juniors mm-hmm. and stuff like that um, you know they've done a few things I can see you've got Firebirds and stuff up there um, but it's like these are the we're talking about the guitars that excite us and to me like something like an SG Junior definitely excites me but I just I think there's too much competition at that kind of mm-hmm. 1200 quid price point to, to leave it on there yeah so, so where, what's next what goes next so what? we'll be down to down to five. Yeah, I mean, so we've got the Showgirl Provocateur, the Eastman SB56, the Fender American Ultra Strat, the Ventura 50s Monterey, and the Music Man Mariposa. I mean, again, the 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 Shergold for me is just it's just a, it's just a slightly odd looking Les Paul, I'm, I'm, and I just I I don't I don't get it. It, it looks like a Sonics. See, on I'm, on that basis, I would rather have the Provocateur over the Eastman. I am unwilling to talk about either of those guitars before we lose the Ventura 50s Mod Ted. I, I, I hate to say it, but I kind of feel the same way. It's because the 50s Mod Telly, I mean, it's a Baja Telly. And it's the, just a Baja Telly. How many it's times do we talk about guitar. the Baja? Okay, if if, if the, the name hadn't changed to Ventura 50s Mod Telly, mm-hmm. we couldn't talk about this guitar. Yeah. Because nothing else has changed. Yeah, come on. Apart yeah, from a Baja Telly. From the spec of a Baja Telly. It's still the best. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But does just a different name change justify it being on the best new yeah. guitar of 2019 list? Yeah, yeah I, it's I new. Think, I think that we look. We don't. We don't. <laughs> it's, whilst, it's the best new guitar that you can buy for under a thousand pounds. I personally, I think we'd end up with. You know, this is the same problem that we had with the 2016 Les Paul, and we'd end up with every single Gibson in in that Gibson put out this year in this category if we if we run by those. I guess it'd almost be like saying, in some ways, if Fender had done the Tone Master Twin, but hadn't have done any of the upgrades. Yeah, yeah. What like, if what if it yeah, just we, been what yeah. if it was a twin, but it was called Tone Master Twin for 2019? But you know, by that, but in a in a better example of that, when the uh, the Hot Rod series was refreshed and it became yeah. the Hot Rod Four, you know, Blues Junior Four, we didn't really talk about them because nothing, you know. Well, that's well, that's an argument for saying we don't talk about the fifties mod telly then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say when you said that, I was like, I don't think that's a good thing. to no, say. No, no, you're right. I have so, sort of backed myself, painted myself into a corner. I think the I? key thing about this, and this is the same for every like gear of the year that we do, is like, what's the story we can tell to support the products that we're putting in? And I feel like we've already told the story of the Baja Telly enough that we don't need to tell that story again just because the name of it has changed. Shot to the heart, <laughs> and you're to blame. Is how I feel. I've, I, I, I feel, feel like that clip of Ralph Wiggum having his heart, having his heart broken. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. I just feel like the story behind the American Ultra Strat is a lot stronger because it finally has given a reason yeah, for yeah, a yeah. guitar above the American yeah, yeah. St- or whatever and the it is, standard it is, is called. It is about because for me the 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 Vintera 
50s mod telly is a more i want that more than i want an american ultra yeah. but in terms of the best to bring my emotions out of it the american ultra makes more sense to be there than the vintera does yeah so, in terms of okay if the category was best new guitar for 2019 not yeah, yeah. just best guitar yeah can we so you're can, right can we, we justify the vintera 50s mod winning the best new guitar of 2019 you're right we need to talk about it in gear of the decade when we do that next. i mean i'm totally up for that if yeah. because we can't get the baja telly in there yeah yeah, yeah can yeah, we yeah. get the vintera 50s mod <laughs> into gear of the decade so we're all right gonna, okay we're lose I, that can for now, right? I concede okay fine so we're left so we're down to our top four now we've got the shergold provocateur the eastman sb56 the fender american ultra strat and the music man mariposa if you had to lose one from the list, Joe Branton, it is the the ultra strat, just as being the least guitar nerds guitar out of the lot, and I'm I'm just kind of on that. If just to do a little bit, I think I think the the provocateur. Well, so I appreciate that Jay doesn't like it. I think just all of the the features and spec and kind of its place in the market is 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 very important. I think it is genuinely an incredibly cool product and a, and something that there was room for, and we're happy to have. Um, that, what, that's does the, what does that, the rev, what sorry what does the Shergold do that you don't get out of say a reverend buckshot sure sure that you know the, yeah there there are sort of uh, arguments for that I don't like the 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 reverend stuff as a rule there's just something about the look of them and I prefer the look of the Shergold provocateur it is things like the sort of super chunky neck uh, you know the the cool sort of mahogany body the the incredible looking headstock with the with the the cream tuners and the way the logo is like embossed into the headstock. The so what you're saying is this should be in best it. looking. Well, no, I just it's it's not just that. I just mean I love the way it plays and the way it sounds as well. I love that I have and like this incredibly high quality vintage come modern guitar that comes in these awesome you know really plush soft cases and it's just the right modern product of everything I love about traditional guitars. For me, it was a perfect balance at an incredible price point by a company that I'm so happy to have making guitars again and everything from sort of QC to, you know, just the idea behind it to the players playing it is, is I, lo- I, I like. I was only trying to fly through there. I was just answering that question. The Eastman SB56, I think, has a has a place here because it is a is a very guitar nerdy guitar. And yeah, I, but- I think offering, some, offering this sort of price point on something that's, you know, custom shop quality is very cool. And the Music Man Mariposa, I think we all agree, is a very very cool guitar. We've all always had an affinity with Music Man and the build quality that they have. It comes in Pueblo pink. You know, it it it, it needs to be talked about at least in the top three. Whereas the Ultra Strat is a is a. There's nothing about it that's especially guitar nerdsy, and um, I I I, don't, I just feel that it's you keep saying that a, though, but a small this amount is clearly of the kind of guitar that I would play. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I, I and I shouldn't I shouldn't you know disregard um, that. I, for me, this feels it's just a horrible color and a bad price. Well, point. I mean, so yeah. what would you lose? You'd lose the American Strat. Yeah. Okay. Matt, I guess the problem Matt. is we're talking about one guitar in a range of guitars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you lose off this list if you had to? I'd lose the Eastman. It doesn't give me anything and i'm looking at pictures of all three and i'm like if i really wanted a 56 gold top if i really wanted a 56 gold top i'd probably buy a gibson well if you really wanted a 56 gold top you'd probably save up four grand for one this is one for 1700 yeah, but, quid. yeah but if i want a 56 gold top price is irrelevant well i don't necessarily think it's for it that is. person then not everyone's got the capability but then what, of saving what, what, what is money. in this guitar what is in this guitar that would make you buy it over a gibson where you look at the ultra there's a lot of things to be said about the ultra will make you want to buy that 
over going to another super strat style brand where the Eastman doesn't give you anything that you would buy. Why would you buy? And realistically, you know, as, as vain as we can be, you want to buy the name on the headstock. No, I disagree. And I, and I think why there's a you, lot of people out there who want to buy, want to buy a Gibson. You might Joe, buy why did, why did you buy, why did you buy your Gibson 175 instead of a Eastman T49? Yeah, I don't think they were around at the time, but I have. What, one year ago? It's more than that. No, it's you've like had that guitar like nearly ago. three years. Yeah, yeah, really? Like that, that long? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not denying too that much these money back then. Actually, Eastman makes some great guitars, and there's some great guitars I've seen from them. But if we're talking about the best guitar of this year, it doesn't feel like we would ever talk about it again. Hmm. Yeah, I, I completely agree That's with Matty. I, I completely agree with Matty. But I think I the ultras I... feel like that at this, the ultras, you know, we worked in stores for years where the new Fender would come out, and I never wanted to touch the top end. No. Because they were like, oh, I just. They feel sterile and plasticky, and and this feels like actually this is a real jump to the modern player. And I think it's really tough because strats are a classic instrument, and the shape lumps it as like the strat is the strat, and it's a classic thing. Where really it's actually just the shape of a guitar body. Yeah, and you can do a lot more with it. And it feels like maybe the Eastman could have done more with, but I guess that's not what they're going for. But it just doesn't feel like the best guitar of this I, year. And with Eastman, with the with this, I don't see what's particularly special about this over, say, a Maybach fifty six, right, right. or you know, maybe a Collins fifty six, or something like sure, that. Sure, that's a, that's yeah, a very good argument. You yeah. know, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm sure that this is an absolute. It is a great guitar. I played it. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. But for eighteen hundred quid, if you're trying to get a fifty six style guitar. I'm sure there are other brands out there that are doing that sort of thing sure. and are doing it just as well. I, you know, I, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse here. The 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 Shergold for me just I, I just don't get on with the it. The funny I, thing was, if if I wanted a kind of P90 style Les Paul type guitar, and actually I couldn't afford a 56, the Provocateur is actually to me seems like a better choice than I, going yeah, for the, the 50 the, the i do agree one. with that but i've just really i've just realized so we have a situation now where like, like if we take everything features wise about it and just go go talk about personally what people like i do i don't like the ultra i don't like the way they feel mm. or play you do not like the the eastman you, you you don't think there's enough going on there mm. and you think there are other things that are a better job and you don't like the provocateur because again you yeah. didn't like the way it felt and the yeah, way yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it played so one of these three guitars is is going out of the thing. It's it's kind of Mark Packham. What, what what don't you like? <clears throat> if it was out of those three, the one that blew me away the least was the Shergold Provocateur. Oh, I can't believe it. I know. I I'm, can't I'm believe so it. I'm so sorry because I know you feel strongly about it. I just it. don't think there's in. I don't think there's enough on. <sighs> yeah, I, 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 mean, I can only go by my personal experience. No, that's and fine. That's fine. It, I just think that the Shergold has so many of these like amazing features that are just exactly what we're looking for yeah and and the the eastman is just a flash in the pan and the ultra is just a slightly upgraded version of something fender have always done so so my thoughts on it are americans i think the two that have to stay here mariposa obviously yeah. you know we yeah. we were kind of expecting it to do well in this category i think it will do well the fender americans ultra strat i think has to stay in this category why i know that you we, are going to be we, against none it of us like it because that's not true I, I really liked it i really liked it and it's not necessarily a guitar that I would buy because I wouldn't buy a Strat. Yeah. But for example, the HSS version, which I think was the one that we tried. Yeah. Incredible guitar. That from I mean, Matt specifically pointed out the 
the um, triple single coil version. But I actually think the guitar that sits in this is the HSS because right. I think that if someone's looking for kind of sculpted heel and, you know, the modern features that that guitar has, they probably want the humbucker in the bridge. Okay. I think Fender have struggled, like I said, above that just modern regular features, strap. modern guitars. Yeah, just... I know, but I mean, oh. the reason that I like the Mariposa is I really like how it feels. It doesn't feel like an old guitar. It feels like a modern guitar. Yeah, it feels like a Music Man, which I think yeah. is something of its own. Yeah, I think the Music Mans have a very modern feel to them. And I think that the American Ultra Strat goes some way towards that for... An American Strat as well. It's, it's a very modern feel, obviously the fretboard radius. Um, I think the difficulty for me is separating the SP56 and the Provocateur. And personally, I much, much prefer the SP56 to the Provocateur. Provocateur, for me, I, uh, I just kind of feel like, yeah, the Eastman's got competition at that price point if you want to do a kind of kind of boutique Les Paul but I also think the Provocateur has as well you know you could buy for example Gibson SG Special Fade yeah. great guitar similar features you know two humbuckers or you could easily swap in a, a P90 if you wanted to chunky neck I think there's a lot of things um, Gordon Smith as well we haven't talked about which you know sure. if you want to buy a kind of British brand there's also some competition there I just think the Provocateur for me didn't do out of those two didn't yeah. do enough to blow me away it's the, the, the features the, of the Provocateur provocateur which i think are, yeah, I are kind of feel absolutely like you can, incredible i kind of feel like you can get that from a whole bunch of things for about the same money I don't I, I when just, you're, I you're talking about like gordon smith and and stuff like that fair enough but and in a way also, and gordon smith as well there's a lot more customization you can do there's a lot more options for you if you want to start going away from the but this is colors. a completely new shape and a new brand this is not a gordon smith it's not just a copy of a gibson it's not even trying to be that it's I, a new I, instrument i totally agree but the, I just, the sb56 is a is a flash in the pan i mean it's, it's tricky sure like it's for me i'm like the ultra strap would have been the first thing i'd lose so i'm yeah. loathe to be talking about two guitars that i liked just for knocking them off the the third place but surely just on the basis of like something that's actually given something to the mark the only guitar that's actually given anything really to the market we're talking about going into fourth place i think surely but where, but the where? Should be. where's it where's it given stuff to the market well it, more than who's who, up- apart from apart from and so I watch you from afar, which is a band that I know that you're mates with and you really like. Yeah. Who else is buying? Who else is playing these? Well, Shergold are a small company. It doesn't make yeah, the guitar I, but that's, any less good. But, that's, but, that's, but that's my point, though, is, is for you to say... Slapping a new name on a guitar they've made for 10 years is not worth but, it displaced. But I, I think Eastman you, you making can, a cheap version of a, of a you can't, Gibson Les yeah, Paul You can't level that argument out, because by that, I mean, who are notable players are playing, you know, Eastman that we can discuss. Sure, 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 so sure. So I don't think that's an argument. I just think it's like, what did what did you prefer this year? And out of, I think the American Ultra Set has to stay because I think the story is strong. I think the Mariposa has to stay because we all like it. Then it comes down to the final I- two: Provocateur and SP Fifty Six. Come on, man. What, what do you prefer? Well, I, I, I was going to make a suggestion. Realistically, are we going to get it down to three? Probably not. So really, we should talk about which one is the best. Well, I think the Mariposa... I think we all sort of are in agreement that the Mariposa is the winner. I guess almost by, by a process of what, elimination. Yeah. While I was sort of listening to that, I was sort of comparing the specs. And I just want to say just a, a thing about the Mariposa. Because obviously, I personally really do want to get one. Well, I think it's a fantastic... tried to buy so, the one that we had. Well, I tried to buy the one that we had. Um, <laughs> and... You know, I had to take a bit of time to go, I want to make sure I'm not buying because it comes in pink. <laughs> and actually, you know, just comparing specs, spending a lot of time with it. And I l- absolutely love the Valentine. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely love the Valentine. 
Um, but there's a couple of things that I don't necessarily use. Um, I don't use the bridge pickup very much because it's a single It's much brighter than the neck pickup, so I would actually prefer two humbuckers. That's why I liked having those pull. Um, I don't really use the coil tap. I think I might prefer the darker sound of the rosewood compared to the maple because it's also the Valentine's also an ash body, so it's a very bright guitar. And I kind of miss having a trem sometimes because right. I've got a strap with a trem on it. Uh, which I've been messing around with recently, and I'm like, do you know I've actually, never seen Omar Rodriguez Lopez use a tram? But on this anything. again, <laughs> the, but this is the thing, you know. The thing about Music Man is that it's in, it's almost inspired by, it's yeah, built yeah, yeah. with the guitarist in mind, but it's they're not making it so specific to that one player. Yeah, and you know, two humbuckers, a kume body, um, ebony fretboard. It's the same neck radius and neck width as the valentine so i know instantly it's going to feel amazing you know it's going to feel just like playing you know the other guitars i'm used to but it's got the two pickups it's got it's not got a tone control which i'm not going to miss and it's it's got a killer trem i'm just like this is the like the upgraded valentine if i could have upgraded my own valentine this is probably everything i would have done so yeah. how about we say winner of this category music man mariposa i think we're all kind of in agreement that that's the thing that blew us away the most. Yeah. I would be willing, just because I feel like the strength of feeling and the strength of your argument, Joe, for the provocateur, I would be willing to put that as a runner-up with the Ultra Strat I, I, and I mean, lose the SB56. I, I, that's, that's what I would have gone I for. also, to be honest with you, as much as I say that I don't like the, the provocateur, clearly you've got so much... Yeah. passion behind it and I, I completely respect that you know so I I would absolutely say that, that that can go there above the Eastman I think the Eastman was an amazing guitar I really do but like you know simply based on my opinion about either of them my opinion about disliking the provocateur is certainly not out does not outweigh your the joy that you've got from the provocateur this is way too civil I don't yeah, like no, it no, <laughs> no, no we I just, have to you know, make a compromise somewhere yeah yeah, yeah. So uh, we've got we've all got to go to work that. tomorrow. Well, yeah. <laughs> except Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't do any work. I have a day off. Oh, okay. So we're saying Music Man Mariposa is the winner. Runners up: Fender American Ultra Strat and Shergold Provocateur. I, I guess tell you what, are. from what we've what we've decided right now, best guitar, best amp. I definitely want to plug a Mariposa into a Tone Master Twin. Yeah, <laughs> with a pair of Waza Air headphones when I want to practice and a mood. Just because it's got a good name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that uh, that brings us up. To the uh, to the end of episode, what are we on episode three? Episode three. So <laughs> episode we've got three. We've got two more episodes to go. So tomorrow, listener, we're going to be dealing with best pedal, best looking, and most innovative guitar. And then on not most innovative guitar, just most innovative, most innovative thing. thing. Oh, and Joe then his, uh, <laughs> real there. and then on day five, we're going. <laughs> There's only one guitar in the list. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, sorry. No, it, yeah. To correct, uh, on day uh, tomorrow, we're going to be dealing with best pedal, best looking and the Empress Sawyer. And then on day five, we're going to be doing... (laughs) And day five, we're going to be doing Best Overall and we're going to be talking about the Facebook listeners poll. So thanks very much for tuning in. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow for more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Cheers, gang. Take it easy. (laughs) 